I want to watch you scream. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Mad Radio and Making a Difference Wednesday, man. Woo, we took a little week hiatus off for the 4th of July. I hope everybody had a great time, man. We are broadcasting you live from the Fishbowl Radio Network studios here in beautiful Arlington, Texas. Man, what a week. How you doing, Megan? I'm good. So it's Making a Difference Radio. If you've never tuned in before, guys, hi. Okay, um, because we have some southern dogs in the studio, so I think we can have some. <laughs> we're gonna have some new people. Um, okay, so what'd you do for the fourth, John Salerno? Man, uh, well, it wasn't we never introduce ourselves. Yeah, I know. Well, no, I said we're here with John and Megan. Okay, all right. I'm I Megan, just in case you guys didn't know. I sometimes play Megan. <laughs> I bet you do. I don't want to well, talk about those no. things. Well, um, no. The 4th of July was okay, except it wasn't as good as Father's Day because my kids were around. Oh, so terrible. So, so once, terrible for yeah, you. Yeah. So it's kind of blue. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was good. What, I, what we did have was an awesome week with fun with uh, some of our non-for-profits, man. With, oh, yeah. We did a lot. I mean, for anybody that joined us. Over this past week, we did so much with Operation Blue Shield, with the Arlington Improv for Stand Up for Heroes, and with uh, Texas Stands United for the bike run out of Strokers, which was amazing. Yeah. That was such a fun time. I mean, we, we had such a good time. Uh, over 350 bikes there, probably 500 riders total with uh, the two-ups. Um, just a lot of great feedback, a lot of good fun. It was, and, it, and it had a beautiful day. How hot was it? We were sweating. Oh. We, were, we were crazy sweating that day. I was sweating, and I was so like paranoid that I smelled <laughs> that I left. I know it's Tara, your wonderful, beautiful wife, kept telling me it wasn't me. It's not you. I swear it's not you. And I was like, dude, there's some. That's rankness. the oldest thing. It's not you. It's me. It's not yeah. you. Oh, no. <laughs> exactly. And listen, did, but, did you see some of the people out there? Well, yeah. All the leather and, well, you know, yeah. So, they're moving yeah, stuff in our yeah. background if you they're, guys are watching. Oh, they're probably repoing, <laughs> they're probably repoing stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was really, honestly, and, and if you watched our coverage, it was moving. I started to tear up when all of the writers were leaving just because I was moved by how many people showed up for this cause. It was um, and it's, heartwarming. You know, Judy Hoover. And, but we're going to uh, talk about this yeah, more, so let's yeah. not. You want to go into it now? We can go into it when they get on. It's okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got right, other yeah, crap we, we got, can talk about. Oh, okay. I mean, stuff. Because here at Mad Radio, we don't like to feature the crappy news. We feature <laughs> the happy news. Yeah, and you know what? Before, <laughs> we, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I came yeah. up with that. I thought it was good. We, we don't feature the crappy. We feature <laughs> the happy. happy. Oh, it sounds like, it sounds like, like we should get stoned before we do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Before you get into your good news. I wasn't going to do that. We still haven't. Yeah. yeah you're right. fine. You're um, fine. Keep going. You know, I know the world's been watching this. The whole the whole, whole world has been watching that rescue that over in Thailand. Penis. <coughs> <laughs> I they just rescued called, a penis? I just called you a quiet, quietly called you a penis. I think it was supposed to be one of my... Uh, do you have it? No, but I thought you were going to talk about it. I thought but we were going to talk about it and then go I into the no good news. I have no idea. I just saw it on some Facebook things. I can't even help you with this. <laughs> I just well, saw it and I was like, that's cool. Soccer what, team. What happened? Why were they in a cave? Were they in a cave? They were in a cave. They were in a cave. They, they, uh, was it a field trip? Did they fall? They, they were on a bike trail. and. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, ac- actually what it is, it's uh, in Thailand with kids between 11 and 13. It's, it's almost a passage of right okay, into adulthood where you, you go into this cave and you sign 
you put your name on the back wall of the cave. It's like a it's like a pa- it's oh, a right to passage. How scared are you? Yeah, it's kind of like a right to passage. Now, is it a walk through cave or do they have to no, climb through? No, they you have ha- to like go through those skinny little areas. No, you have to go on a on a raft. You have oh. to go on a float. It's it's water. Well, it's would be water. Fun. It's water in, until part of the cave collapses. <laughs> no, that would be so like okay. So I don't. I you didn't know this. So my oldest turned thirteen. I told each one of them we were going to do something like, you know, commemorative of their 13th because we're not Jewish, but I do believe in like, you know, you've, you've t- hit teenage gym. Let's start it off right. on a good note because it's about to go downhill. <laughs> so I took my son. It was just me and him and I was a lot smaller. Uh, I was in shape. Let's not talk about it. And we went, ca- we well, went, since you brought it up, we went caving. Um, what's the other word for it? You know what I mean? Were you going into holes? No, no, no. There's like a whatever like we i was literally like climbing through oh, whole, splunking splunking that's what we did we went splunking yeah, yeah. and and camping yeah. just me and him new and york education splunking good job well, you didn't think i knew that I'm, did you <laughs> with that accent no so, splunking. <laughs> so we did that and we camped and it rained that night and i was super proud of my girl scout training because i had put down my tarp and everything and we had no water in our tent all the other people camping around us with like the families with the dads all their shit was wet and i was like that's right that's right i know how to do this um but it was really it was really cool but the splunking part was the best part because we literally we had just uh, a um helmet on with a light, light and and Luckily, our never, um, spelunking leader was bigger than me. Yeah, so, so I was never, like, if she can fit through, you, I can fit yeah, through. Yeah, but you never want to get back behind a fat person. It's better. Cause if they, no, because if they get stuck. Eh. I, it was, you know, it was at a then Texas state-run like, cave. Like back up. Yeah, it was a Texas state-run cave. If someone, hey, Nancy's in Baltimore. Hey, Nancy. Um, if it was, a, if, if if someone got stuck, I knew someone was going to come. But the fact that she was just a good, probably, she's probably my size now, good 50, 60 pounds heavier than <laughs> I was at the time. And I was like, okay, she can fit, I can fit. But, the, I mean, it was hard not to have anxiety sure like, i mean that's claustrophobia breathing it it's claustrophobia yeah. I, I got mean, claustrophobia when the first time i went to new york it's a, like this weird uneasy feeling because i could not see the sky well, i have to look was, straight up it probably wasn't claustrophobia it was probably it was no, probably it more was a fear of getting robbed <laughs> it was cla- <laughs> because it, it, it dissipated as soon as i went to central park as soon as i got into like a space with grass and i could see that i felt much better but i had this like underlying anxiety my whole new york new york trip. <laughs> every time i get grass i feel nice and uh, <laughs> i bet you I do feel nice and <laughs> i bet you do i'm not talking about that kind of grass all right anyway so they so, went to the so cave anyway, to be men right they, they right? were right it's they're, like a it was a, it passage. was um it was a pa- right to passage it was um a soccer team with their coach and that's he, a weird he, he thing put, to do with your coach. Put though. him in there. Yeah. Well, it's better than other things that coaches do. I but guess Thailand. You know. Uh, so they put him in this raft and they and they go in and they get about two point nine miles into the cave. How and how far back is the wall that they're supposed to? I don't know if they made the wall. Um, I don't know if they got to the end and, and that's when all back. this happened. But they were two point nine miles into the cave when um, a rush of water, rains, whatever, or part of the part of the. Um, cave walls collapsed in now if you watch the video uh it took it took divers three hours underwater eh. to get there one way eh. through and you want to talk about splunking talk they were going through where they had to take their tanks off because they couldn't fit through, they the couldn't hole. Fit through. wow the first the first navy diver that uh went in to rescue these kids they were they were missing 13 days they were missing 10 days before uh, anybody knew they were gone. Wow. The only reason they were found was an amateur 
um, diver found their bicycles outside the cave. Okay, wait, wait, wait. They were missing 10 days? Mm-hmm. They didn't know where they were. They, they thought they were dead. They thought these kids were dead. Like that the coach had just gone psycho they found their bike. They, they didn't know where they were. So for 10 days, they were in that cave. Since June 23rd, they were in that cave for 10 Holy days. Holy, wow. Yeah, so this amateur, this amateur um, these, a group of amateur divers saw their bikes outside, knew those kids were missing, dove in, found those kids, and then you know, came back out and relayed the message to where these kids were. Now, the first Navy, Thailand Navy SEAL diver that went in there to bring air tanks into him because the, the, it was an oxygen-deficient atmosphere. The kids were starting to get sick. Oh, st- 10 days. I'm surprised they weren't dead already. I know. So he, he, the, may he rest in peace. He was a hero. He, he got stuck in there. Oh, he got no. stuck in a cavern trying to bring oxygen tanks to these kids, and he died. Oh, my gosh. All right. This had to be the most um, sophisticated, heroic, and I've been, I've been in the rescue and the first respond, responder field for 30 years. This rescue effort, I mean, nothing in the world tops what these divers, these 50 divers did to go in. It took them three hours to get in, three hours to get out. Oh, my gosh. Uh, they were bringing food, air tanks, um, and, it, and one by one, they had to teach an 11 and 13-year-old kid how to scuba dive because these kids had to go under- never, yeah of now, course now picture 11 year old kid you got to put a oh, mask no. on him and bring him three hours underwater without, without him, him panicking without him freaking out yeah because that's the one thing too when i was spelunking with seth and obviously we weren't underwater he he did okay but when i talked to him about it later he was freaking out like i was he just wasn't showing it yeah these but i mean some oh i can't imagine i know i know plenty of kids who couldn't handle that no but the the the, the, big, the big thing about this is all 12 kids and their coach are out safe in the hospital Aww. and all doing well. And kudos to all, the, all those rescuers, the divers, the nurses, the doctors, all their support. God bless those parents yeah. to sit by for almost 23 days or however ten long days. it was. Ten days, ten days. They just took the last of them out yesterday. So, so what's today? Taking this long so time. what is today? The eleventh? They were missing since the twelfth. They all got out on the tenth, on seven tenth. So the twenty June twenty third to July tenth. That's insane. That is crazy. Happy free Slurpee Day. I'm sorry, it just came out of nothing. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think they have. I don't think they have Seven Elevens in Thailand. Probably do not. Uh, they have other things that I can't talk about <laughs> on the air. Um, but that I, for the parents, um, I feel like the parents should have. Um, I feel like the parents should have um, been one of the ones that found it. Jesus, all right. I just wanted to. Yeah, like, but I was trying I, to I like. Just, a I just don't. I just don't think they could have ever, ever made it there. Um. I, I, it's a different culture, so I don't understand it completely. Because I know if my kid was gone within a, less than a day. No, no, they were all looking for these kids. Everybody yeah. was looking for them, but. You but know. how would you not know that that? I mean, how how did that coach not tell them where he was going, what they yeah. were doing? Do you know right. what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, right. there's just a lot of. There's a lot of unanswered questions, right? But this, yeah. you know. I listen, mean, if he was a child molester, they had ten days isolate. That's <laughs> terrible. That's terrible. Why are you let's, laughing at that? Because let's not bring in pedophilia to this beautiful rescue that happened. Yeah, we don't. We don't talk about crappy news. We talk about good news. Happy news. Speaking about good news, let's let's hit into oh, that. All right. Okay. <laughs> Damn, we didn't get to any of that. We'll have to do this in a minute. All right. We're supposed to tell people who's coming up. All right. Right after the good news, we'll do that. I made a terrible joke. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Tell me no, about man, tell me about your good news. <laughs> Let's focus on the happy. All right, first one. I wanted to start with the, 
the less than exciting one. Um, no, I'm just kidding. This is amazing. It's about a local Texas teen who's autistic, and he got a perfect score on his star test. Now, when I first read this, I thought it was the SATs, and I was so impressed. <laughs> I thought he, <laughs> I thought he took the SATs early, and he got a hundred percent. No, he took his star, and he got he got a hundred percent on all his right. math. So, so, so good job. Right, so, so we got a hundred percent. So we we pat him on the back. Yeah, well, we're, we, you know what? We're patting kids on the back for the stupidest thing. Hey, oh, he, you, this you, you is, went this to the bathroom. Amazing. By, you went to the bathroom by yourself. Oh, Johnny let was me, a good thing. Oh, he cleaned me, his room. Johnny me, did such I'm a good gonna thing. I'm going to punch you right in your face. <laughs> So, Cabe Elias was diagnosed with autism when he was two, and he was unable to speak full sentences until he was four. Okay? His autism is severe. Be nice. All right. What? You just talk he, about kids just, in Thailand with pedophile in a cave. <laughs> talk about an autistic kid. I'm just not saying, being able to speak. why didn't the parents know where they were? They should have known that's where they were going, unless he was trying to hide something. Anyway, we are not focusing on that. Focus down. Frisco. So, so uh, this little kid goes to Frisco, um, Cade, and his mom was just completely surprised because he got a perfect score in his math, which apparently is only 5% of the people have, have, are able to do that. So being autistic, severely as he is, um, it was an accomplishment, and it was covered in my good news uh, website I go to, which is, I'm starting to question some things, but let's not talk about that right now. Good news. Hold on. Let's see. Do I, do I have something here for that? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I don't even know what that is. Okay. So um, there's a man right now who's traveling to all 50 states to mow lawns for those in need. Well, tell, I, him to, tell him to come over to Bedford. You are not in need. His name is Rodney I'm Smith. He's a Bermuda native, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and because he's used to the heat, so he can handle the mow. I'm a terrible person today. Okay, anyway, um, but kind of makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, he grew up in the tropics, Texas heat. He's like, nah, or so, whatever. He's he's going all, to all 50 states to help people who are elderly, disabled, single moms. And he's mowing their lawns. Or veterans, and he's doing it for free. You know what? And he's taking away jobs from certain people. <laughs> Okay. Oh, my Lord. Did you vote for Trump? I think you did. Okay. Smith is pursuing an undergraduate degree. Because I was like, what is? how does this kid, man, have time to not work and travel to 50 states and mow some lawns? Do you know what I mean? Uh, he's a dog. Well, he's, how, he's how, how does he have the money? I can't travel... I can't, I can't travel, travel to Louisiana. <laughs> He's traveling to 50 friggin' states. I put that New Orleans trip on a credit card. I get you. Okay, so Smith was pursuing an undergraduate degree in computer science right now at the at, and this is how they described it at this at the historically black Alabama A&M University. I don't enjoy that. I don't enjoy saying it's historically black university. Like why can't it just be a university? Why we got to Why you got to put race Why do you have in? to put historic in there? Huffington Post. <laughs> Huffington Post. Anyway, um, I hope so that's a self-propelled mower. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got to oh, be. <laughs> wait, you know what? You know what's funny? <laughs> it took me a See, second. I got. I got to break on this for real quick. <laughs> yeah. You know, my wife, God bless her. She 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 wanted she wanted to mow the lawn while I was at work the other day. So she's Aww. like, so she's like, she's a giver. She, yeah. So she's like. I'm, I'm going to mow the lawn because, you know, my 18-year-old son was freaking sleeping. So Tara went out there, and she decided to mow the lawn, right? Uh -huh. So she goes, just tell me how to start the mower. So I'm on the phone, and I said, just, you know, pull, pull the handle, pump it three times, pull the handle, and you'll get started. So she was all excited. She got the thing started. After she did about three-quarters of the lawn, she calls me. She goes, holy crap, this is hard. She goes, <laughs> She I, wasn't like, using I, the... <laughs> I go, aren't you using the self-propelled? She goes, what's that? I said... 
the little buttons on the top She's so spin tiny. The, I go spin the front wheel. She goes, No, I've been pushing a frigging thing up and down a hill all this time. I'm like, No, it drives itself. Oh, it's a self-propelled mower. That's funny. Oh, I have a push lawn so, mower. I felt so bad for her. That's funny. I have a push lawn mower because my ex wanted to get uh, exercise by mowing the lawn. So that's what he required, and I still have it. Yay! He should have taken it with his ass. He probably needs it. Sell it. No, I need a mower. <laughs> and I don't want to buy a new one. Because um, you know he needs a job. What? Uh, did what? I say that out loud? Uh, come see my stand-up special, guys. Talk about the X. Okay, so anyway, he's traveling to all 50 states with his, I assume with his car, because he's taking his own lawnmower, and he's helping people, and it was just a good, feel-good story. So I shared it. Here's the last one. Are you ready? Yes. Good. Now, this one's really amazing, actually. It happened in Toronto, Canada. Calm down. Calm down. You, you know how I feel about those Canadians. <laughs> well, this. So Julie Caniglia, I am so not saying that right, um, shared this picture on Facebook, which I don't know if you guys can see it in the Facebook live feed, but she shared it, and it's a picture of three men who have helped a blind man. So they were on a subway um, train, or not, they were in the subway station, and a blind man had, I guess, fallen down onto the rails. Tracks, yeah. And so they had, oh, you yep, can't see yep. it. Pretty good. So they had to go down there, pick and help him uh, pick him up and get him up there. I mean, it took all three of them. I mean, you can tell they're exhausted. Listen, that happens in New York every day when people get pushed onto the tracks. Who's getting pushed? Okay, Italian. Who's Everybody, getting pushed on the People track? get pushed on the tracks and good Samaritans help him out. Well. And he's got a man bun. Something I despise. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, and it, there, there are three. They weren't identified. That's why she was um, showing. She was sharing it because she wanted them to be identified. So hopefully by now they have been identified. They probably stole the poor guy's wallet. You are terrible. <laughs> I thought it was really cool. Also, these kids are not. Even though they're from Toronto, Canada, they're not necessarily. Uh, they're not white kids, and I just thought that was a good thing too because you don't hear about a lot of good news all the time concerning kids that aren't white. Right. What was that out loud? Is that it being a penis? Wait a minute. Let's talk about who's going to be on the show before you okay, move on. Okay, let's talk we about who's... We didn't do this yet. I know. <laughs> All right. So today we're featuring uh, the Southern Dogs who are taking action with school bullying and helping children at the Scottish Rite Hospital. And, it, you know, and we met them this Saturday. We'll yep. go into that. And they do so much more. I mean, just talking them out in the hallway today. Yeah, they I'm seem like they got a, they, they seem like they got a lot of crap going on, man. Yeah, I didn't... I did not at all expect that. And And, you know... You're going to see these guys, when, and if you're watching Facebook Live, looking. man, you're going to look at these guys, you're going to be like, <laughs> holy crap, you guys got the Hells Angels in there. And it's not, man. And this is where perception, this yeah. is where perception uh, on people plays a big role, man, because these guys have the biggest hearts, the biggest, um, the kindest people in the world, man. Let's, I just want to go out and help. Yeah, let's uh, let's get into that when they get in the in the studio. And then our comedian for today is... Joey Johnson, come on down. <laughs> he is actually the mayor of Denton. Didn't know he's not, but he. Uh, it seems that way. We call him the King of Denton, the mayor of Denton. He's, yeah, he's a. Uh, and we'll go into. He was the reason we'd had the chicken. Um, yeah, the chicken fiasco in, in debate. Denton. What do they call yeah, it? I forgot. Uh, I think it was the the contest. Whatever. But Joey's yeah. Joey's really actually built that community. Yes, he has. He really and has. he's one of the most talented uh, comedians, I think, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. He's one of my favorites. 
and my son agrees with me. My son went and saw that Krugerville show I used to do, right. and I had Joey. Um, it's just a feature. I don't yep. forgot because I always had a female headliner. I love that Krugerville show. I mean, I know it was far <laughs> out. It was just. It got hard for me because I was telling jokes to the same eight people every yeah, month, and so hey, that's difficult. I know, for but me. what a bunch of great guys. At work. I, I, I love. I always loved the crowd there. They were a lot of fun when I did the show there. It yeah, because you were there when more than eight people were there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it was like. And they, were like all rela- and they were all related. <laughs> they certainly were. Yep. Okay, so we're going to take a break, but we'll be right back. You're listening to Making a Difference Radio here on FBRN.us. Oh, and Facebook. <laughs> oh, there boy. we go. My, first, my screen froze. <laughs> oh, you had such a good intro, and then I all know. of a sudden gospel music. We went, we went from like born to be wild to please pray for Jesus. Please pray for Jesus. <laughs> Man, uh, well, it's all right. It's I, kind uh, of a dichotomy like they are. Yeah, I mean, tell Look you. Look at that. I it, use big words. I know. Like, <laughs> like splunking. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be a good show unless I screwed something up during the broadcast, That's correct? True. That's okay. It's hey, I want to welcome Shiner and Bouncer from the Southern Dogs in our studio today. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Thank you for having us on here, man. Appreciate it. Doing great. Oh, man. Uh, we appreciate all you guys do. Me and Megan uh, had the honor of meeting Shiner and Bouncer over at uh, Texas Stands United over at Strokers for that... Uh, for the Texas um, bike run for the fallen officers throughout the country, uh, man, did you guys? How was the ride? Tell us about that ride. Oh, it was a beautiful ride. A little bit warm, but uh, it's a great cause. Raised quite a bit of money for a very well worthy event. So it's awesome. Did you get you guys rode last year as well? Uh, yes, we rode in uh, all three years. Uh, we actually helped out uh, the first two and a little bit with this one as well with the organization of it. So, how many? Uh, how many members did you have ride? How many how many guys did you have? Uh, we had a little over 30 people there. Sweet. This ride. Sweet, man. It was a great day. And just to recap on that, man, um, Strokers, uh, Rick Fearless, Fearless? Fearless. 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 Rick Fearless over at Strokers, man. He does extraordinary things throughout the Texas community, throughout the Dallas-Fort Worth community. Um, and Judy Hoover put this bike run together back in 2016 when the five officers from Dallas were uh, assassinated and it's just grown bigger and bigger and bigger every year. And kudos to Judy for all she's put into this. And she's got the, she's gained the support of so many people, such as uh, the Southern Dogs, man. Tell us a little bit about the Southern Dogs. Well, we're a law enforcement firefighter club. Um, we also have many veterans and also just good-hearted people that are looking to do good things in the community. Um, we're really big on fundraisers. Um, for instance, uh, our biggest one is coming up in November on the t- on the 10th, which is for the Texas Scottish Rite Hospital. Um, with that one, we've already got about a little over 300 interest in the ride already. We just now started promoting it. So it's going to be a beautiful day. It's going to be a beautiful ride. Um, it's and you already, have 300, you already have 300 sign-ups? Uh, we have 300 people interested. interested. We haven't started okay. the pre-register oh, okay. yet. Um, we're looking at getting that online hopefully within the next uh, month where you can pre-register uh, with pre-registry they're going to get a t-shirt rather than having to wait at the ride and sign right. in and then spend more money they'll get a discount with the pre-register how, how could they pre-register Just uh, once we have it set up it'll be on our facebook page for that ride it's called texas scottish Rite hospital teddy bear slash toy run well if you let us know we'll also put that on our page as well and we'll help you promote and when the uh when the registration is man wonderful it's awesome yeah, hopefully we'll beat last year. Last year we raised eighteen thousand five hundred for it. This year our goal is twenty five thousand. 
Wow, I think you'll I think you'll hit that mark. Now, where, the money goes to Scottish Rite. Does it go to certain kids? Tell us a little about for our listeners that don't know what Scottish Rite Hospital is all about. What does Scottish Rite Hospital do, and what do they provide? Scottish Rite Hospital is a free hospital for all children. There is no expense coming out of the parents' pocket. If they have insurance, they'll take the insurance. If they don't have insurance, it's not a problem. Each kid that comes there is going to be taking care of them, whether it's for orthopedics, need of prosthetics, uh, mental issues, any type of problem that a child may have that a parent can't take care of financially. Which is more and more. Which is more and more. Nowadays, because insurance rates are just so high, and yep. yeah, it's so hard for for parents to make ends meet, and you know, a lot of there's so many people out there without insurance. Yeah, and that's the way this hospital operates is just by donations. Oh uh, wow! Ran by the shrine, the Shriners. You know, that's the same hospital that our first kid of the month, Blake. Yes, Blake. Yeah, yep. um, we had this little boy. He's very sweet. Uh, is he autistic? Mm, no, just a little ADD. No, he had, there was something besides that. Anyway, um, he's very sweet, though. Why are you judging him? Why are you judging him? I love you, Blake. (laughs) Um, Anyway, but he he does a toy drive, and he was our first mad kid. We have one kid uh, every month that we um, celebrate for doing something above and beyond. He's, like, in middle school or elementary school, actually. I think it was elementary school. Mm -hmm. And he collected over 1,500 toys. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then, or over 1,000 in the next year's 1,500. I can't remember. Yeah. He's jumping. 1,500, because his mother was, like, she was like, oh, I'm going to get like 300 toys and bring them. Before she knew it, she had to rent a U-Haul truck. She had to just oh, deliver yeah. it. She was, wow. He, yeah. And That's awesome. Yeah. He, and she, he does it every a, Christmas. Pretty cool. Yeah. And, he, Very and, cool and this year, I think he wants it to top 2,000. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Maybe we'll see if we can help him out with that. Yeah, yeah there absolutely. you go. We got to get, we'll get, get our people together. Yeah, because you, 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 know, that. you know what's funny? Um, everybody we meet during this show in somehow, some way connects somewhere. You know, um, just like when she just brought up, you know, Blake and Scottish Rite. You guys are part of Scottish Rite. You and Blake can get together and do something. I mean, he's a young kid, and, uh, you know, I'm sure he deals with bullying issues and everything else, which we'll get into. <clears throat> so, you know, everything, it's like three degrees of separation. Absolutely. Everybody is just touching everybody, which is, well, that's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be coach. careful how you say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, don't touch me like yeah, that. yeah. A soccer coach. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, I just heard another teacher got. Uh, well, we'll go into that later. What? Yeah, another teacher somewhere. She's banging her kids. Um, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so Shiner, man, what do you do for the group? What What is What is your role? I see Chaplain Bouncer. His name. Uh, Ba- no, oh, no, are you Shiner. asking Shiner? Okay, I thought I thought he already told you. I thought Shiner already told you. Sorry. No, I'm just looking at. I'm just. Let's lo- talk about this real quick, guys. <laughs> all right. Why aren't we saying our real names? There's felonies involved, right? Like we're all in hiding. <laughs> Absolutely no. Well, <laughs> you actually have to f- pass a very deep background check to even be a part of this club. Above Southern, so nice. A very exciting. You will not be a part of this club. We are we are changing perceptions as we speak. <laughs> well, you know, um, for those out there that don't know the difference on. The difference between a motorcycle club and a motorcycle gang, a lot of people perceive because you're wearing cut-off leathers, you're, you're, you're dressed in patches, and you got all this, you know, the, the jewelry on, the skulls, the tattoos, that you are immediately perceived as a gang member. And you're not. There's, there's the one. Because we all watch Sons of Anarchy. Right. You're the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Therefore, the, they're all. Well, see, okay. And I'll give you a little education. You have your one percenters. You have your 99 percenters. So uh, 99 percent of the bikers out there are good law-abiding citizens. You have the one percent that are the little outlaw groups that they're out there. They're going to be out there. But most of the guys are 
kind-hearted, well-rounded business people that just want to make a difference in people's lives and enjoy the ride, enjoy everything they do as a club, as a brotherhood, camaraderie, brotherhood. So you have many different types out there. Okay, so can we talk about how you we okay we did a comedy show at Stroker's last year for mm-hmm. the same event that we all just <laughs> did, and you kept telling me I think they're one percenters. And, those were and my liberal hippie brain was like, those people are not one percenters. Like, yeah. do you even know what like Bernie and and what we think one percenters are? I was like, yeah, I'm looking right now. I saw no Mercedes Benz out there. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I was completely confused by what what you meant. You're like, oh my. God. God, they all make over three hundred fifty thousand. Like really? <laughs> Is anyone single? <laughs> just to give you, just to tell you guys, um, we 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 did the comedy show at Strokers uh, last year during a bike run for Laugh to Saves Lives. That was a difficult <laughs> audience. And um, yeah, well, what happened was, you know, all law enforcement bikers were there, and all you know, all the veteran bikers were there in the beginning, but then everybody took off, and the only ones that were there were a few outlaw biker gangs, <laughs> you know, clubs. You know, I don't want to, you know. Before. So anyway, we're doing this comedy show, and here they I come. do not want to laugh. So, so here I come up, and, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, I was. She I introduced was, me as yeah. the comedy cop, because I'm a retired police officer, you know, a whole bit. So I'm, uh, they call me the comedy cop. And all of a sudden, you know, it was just it like. It got very cold in like, that room. May we dance with your dates, you know. Like, everybody just, like, kind of looked at me, and they're like. <laughs> yeah, they're like, cop, huh? <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, shit. But I tell you. No, but, it's you about know, to go down. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the funnest times we had, we had a couple of guys even stand up and do a set. That's true. That's they true. They were they were a lot of That's fun. True. And we perceived <laughs> we did perceive them the wrong way because we were like, oh my god, this is this is going to turn into a bad thing because we had you know we had we had Alex uh, Alex uh, that moved to Austin. Oh, Gaskin. Gaskin. Yeah. There. You know, and how preppy can you get? You know, Alex is kind of preppy and kind of yuppie. Yeah, know? he kept and, trying to. You know, being being amongst one percenters, he's just like oh like. Holy shit, I've seen this on TV, you know? <laughs> He's like, I'm about to do jokes about video games. How relatable are you? Is this for you guys? No, he was good, though. He was funny. Yeah. His girlfriend is funnier. I mean, fiance is funnier. Yeah, He'll she, say she, that. She was on, right? She was on. No, oh, she, she wasn't. Didn't she call in? No, call in. Didn't she call in? Oh, no, yes, she called yeah, in she and we, we've... That's what I'm saying. She was on this show. I you thought you meant that show. No. <laughs> I kind of listen. Anyway, let's get back to the people in the audience oh, instead right. of or in the studio instead of ourselves. That's boring. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, so Shiner, what do you do? That's what you were asking, right? See, I remember. He's a hitman for the mob. <laughs> How did you get? Like I can't, I can't really talk about it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the one of the two club chaplains, and for my chapter, I'm also our secretary. Um, oh, okay. I also help out no with skirt, the event committee. Like no skirt involved? You wear a skirt. <laughs> well, if you want, I can uh, lower this down a little bit. You know, yes, yes. Show a little cleavage. That's messed up, man. Anything <laughs> <laughs> to make the guy happy. <laughs> you got to keep your boss proud. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, and you were saying something about the bullying. Did you guys already yeah, talk? Yeah, but let's, let's introduce Bouncer. Okay. Bouncer, um, I see you say you got Patch member. Yep. W- w- how long have you been with the club? What do you do? Uh, I've actually been with the club just under a year. November will be my one-year mark. 
Uh, I know. I'm, I'm a newbie here. Do, it's now, okay. All right. So under okay. one year, you had a prospect. You had a hang around the whole bit. Yep. You, sure you, did. See, want- this is all stuff that we saw on on Guns of Anarchy, or Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> there was prospects. There was, <laughs> I'm saying they got some stuff right. That's all That's I'm right. saying. But not everybody not everybody <laughs> makes you do a hang around or a prospect. So do you had a, you had a prospect for a certain amount of time? Yeah, I did yeah. a hang around for a little while. What did they make you do? Clean up dead bodies? <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> Can't discuss that. Can't, can't, can't reveal the club secrets there, but no, no dead bodies. No, uh, you know, hang around period, you just, you get to know the, the club members. <clears throat> you get to really experience what the the brotherhood is like. And coming from my military background, that's, that's what I was looking for. What's it, what uh, branch is this? Army. Serving? Well, thank you very thank much. You thank you for serving. Yes, thank you. You know, it, it was exactly what I was looking for. Um they took a real liking to me. They welcomed me in with open arms almost Aww. immediately. Um, you know, shout out to Gunner. Love the guy. Uh, he's a <clears throat> excuse me, a patch member, nomad now, but uh, he was president of the first chapter that I joined, and they were phenomenal. You know, took me under their wings, taught me a lot about the club, uh, motorcycle life in right. general. Have you been riding all your life? No. <laughs> no, um, I bought a bike uh, last year, um, you know, to get some more freedom on the on the road. And, you know, hanging out at the VFW in Garland, it was, uh, again, you know, I got to hang out with these guys, and, and they welcomed me in, you know, and the, the camaraderie is right. just so phenomenal. It's a brotherhood just like... Just like the military, it just is. like the military, and Absolutely. you know, and and the fire department, police department, they, everybody has a certain bond, this camaraderie that they share. And once they leave that, a lot of guys do miss that. You know, they miss yeah. that brotherhood shake, they miss that brotherhood hug, and um, you see more and more of that, and that's good because that keeps your mental health. Straight. Is this why you guys all stay like little kids? Because you yes. you bond together and you just sit there and you probably do not promote like you know the most healthy activities for each other. Yes, we do. Women don't have this. He's a chap. Yes, you do. You have shopping. Oh, bite me. I don't (laughs) shop. Shopping. uh, No, but we don't have a sisterhood that we go and... and The traveling pants thing. Okay. (laughs) They were like 20 or less. But no, you know what I mean? Like you guys, there's different things. And I shouldn't say that all firemen are all policemen. Of course there's females in that. But it is heavily male dominated. I mean... Well, when you start a female <gasps> club, we know what happens. Oh, they they get lesbians. fight. No, we would fight with each other. That's what would happen. I feel like we're <laughs> yeah, middle you school. Get too, you, get, you get get too catty. <laughs> I'm going to come up with something, you ladies. We're going to figure this out. <laughs> I think we need a sisterhood. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just no, thinking. I was like, listen to all as, these as, boy clubs. As, yeah. <laughs> Man boy clubs. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even since you're a Bernie supporter, I'm not even going to get into the male dominance of the American culture. <laughs> so, uh, no. all right, good. <laughs> so, um, Southern Dogs been in existence since when? Uh, 2007. 2007. Yes, sir. and you f- you feel it's been growing ever since. Uh, more membership. Oh, absolutely. Better, better yeah. fundraisers. We're all over uh, North Texas, all the way down to Odessa. Uh, we've got different chapters. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. We got seven throughout the state right now. Um, we even got members that are outside of the state right now. Some nomads that oh, are okay. out and about, um, all the way up north from where you're from, by New York. Right, right, right. Uh, we're in Baltimore. We've got one in Arkansas. They're they're everywhere, pretty much. Wow. Uh, I know what a nomad is. Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's certain phrases. I'm like, I got this. 
So when you guys all, when you guys all came together, uh, what made you pick Scottish Rite Hospital as the hospital of choice for a fundraiser, and not say the Dallas uh, Cancer, uh, like Dallas Cancer Children's there, Hospital, or Shriners Shriners Burn Center, or what? What brought you to Scottish Rite? Well, um, the brother that actually helped start this ride. Uh, he and I are both Masons. Okay. Which are, if you know, Masons was the beginning to become a Shriner. Right. Yeah, another secret society. Secret society. A boy's yeah. secret society. <laughs> a boy's secret society. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it came natural to uh, him and, uh, of course, the decision to do this, to do something that's for the kids that is actually going to benefit the kids 100%, that's not m- just take 10% here, right. the 90% goes to somewhere else. Admin costs and yeah. stuff like that, right? We want to choose a charity that actually puts the money that we give into that charity. That is great. That is great. Now, when you guys have your rides, Bouncer, all right, we, we know how you got Shiner, right, and your chaplain. We didn't know how you got Bouncer name. Are you Bouncer? <laughs> I actually was. I was <laughs> a Bouncer for quite a few clubs here in Dallas uh, over a course of about 15 years. Did you get to pick your name, or did they just call you Bouncer? No. You know uh, like if you were, pick your name? Like if no. you were a dog catcher, would they be like, <laughs> we're going to call you dog catcher? <laughs> so what's Shiner from? Shiner Bach? No. <laughs> did you have a Shiner? No, I was really good at giving them. Giving Shiners. Oh, John already knew. This is, how, this is how this works. All right. Bouncer uh, at a club. So um, do you still work as a Bouncer? No, I'm I'm medically retired from the military. Um, I, I don't have to work. Thankfully, the VA takes care of me well enough that uh, oh, that's nice. I, I'm, I'm retired. That's nice. Man, that's another whole show with the VA benefits because so many military people out there are not mm-hmm. receiving what they deserve. And uh, when we did those homeless uh, yeah. outreaches, a lot we of found them were so many veterans. Uh, veterans on the street and just... And we and we deal with a lot of non for profits that help veterans that are on the streets. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. Thank God Uplift. for you. thank thank God for you that you, you've made it through and you you know, you, you joined such a great support network. You, you know, know, and that was that was one of the biggest driving factors for me was I was at a really bad place um about this time last year. I was I was very suicidal. Um <clears throat> still hard to okay. talk about yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, that's fine. No, no. You're, good. you're but, good you're good but these guys man every one of them uh when they found out what a little bit about my story um they they all called me up on the days that they knew was really bad hard. for me Aww. um you know they they made it a point that i wasn't alone that's and see, that was that sold it for me i was like nope i'm in that saved your life it did that saved your life i truly believe this club helped save my life I, and That's I, a great story. It, it is, and yeah. that reminds me of you with your yeah. PTSD from from NYPD. Yeah, and it, it, and it is um, because so many people are left alone, like you said, and don't have that support. Yeah, that support foundation of the network, and um, once you find that, you find how how relatable your issues are because everybody does feel it. Everybody has oh, some yeah. sort of, and you, then you start feeling comfortable about talking about it, and you start, it takes such a load off your shoulders, and when people call you on your bad days, that's even the best. When they, when they remember those bad days, you feel, I'm getting chills just talking about that, you feel so, you feel wanted, you feel, and you're like, 
man, there are people out there that care and love me and the whole bit. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's great, man. That's great. Yeah. So if you're watching Facebook and you see these two big, burly guys, man, <laughs> you're like, man, they're showing love to each other. That's awesome, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're breaking stereotypes right hey, now. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what? This is my brother. I'd do anything for him, and I know that he'd do the same for me. So I, I'm good. not worried about a stereotype. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's good. And that's it, man. That's, All right. That's I'm going to lighten the mood for just a second. Let's talk about your leather in the Texas heat. Like, have you guys talked about using maybe some more breathable fabric? <laughs> Absolutely. This is, why they don't, this is why they don't want women in your clothes, man. I'm just worried about the, you know, heat exhaustion, you guys all. Especially on Saturday. It was hot as balls. You don't have, like, a Siobhan or I'm chiffon? Like, you need some cotton. You need some breathableness. Um, but, yeah, it was so hot on Saturday, and on every single one of you all had leather vests on. I get why it's vest and not a full jacket. That makes sense. At least it's you got that. It's, it's, um, it's also a protection factor. It you, is a protection, it's factor. protection factor if you fall. Plus, if you hit 80 miles an hour, you got air conditioning, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Very true. But, okay, how protective is that leather vest versus a non leather vest? Uh, a car. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know um, every little bit helps. Okay. You know, you don't know which way you're going to fall. I mean, like, uh, like when Tyra gets on my bike, I don't let her wear shorts. You know, okay. no, oh, I, don't let her, yep. I don't let her wear shorts, I don't let her wear sneakers. I get pissed off if she wears a tank top because, you know, it's going to... Road rash hurts, man. You, oh, yeah. You, you'd rather that. just bust your skull than get uh, a back or an arm full of road rash because that is going to be the worst. I don't know if you want to bust your skull. That seems extreme. Yeah, but you know what? You'll... You really... It'll hurt less. It will hurt term. less. It, it might will, hurt less. You might be... Less. You won't remember Less the smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I had yeah. that bike accident. My, I had road rash on my face. It was terrible. I could see it. Yeah, I no. know. You know <laughs> no. what sucks? I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna lie. Sorry, guys. We're gonna go girly for a second, or whatever camera I have on. But anyway, um, this side is where I got the road rash. It is now less wrinkly than this side. I need road rash on this side. All right, I'll take it for a ride. <laughs> Give her a shove. <laughs> like someone really pushed me down on some concrete. Please, really hard. Anyway. Cheese grater might be easier. Because <laughs> I fell on my face. That's what happened. Klutz. I know. Was well, you well I was on a bike with my, my dog. Anyway, let's focus on them. Oh, you were on a bicycle. <laughs> you didn't. Don't you remember the story? That's not I, even I said part this? of the conversation. These are bikes with motors. No, not on. bikes. Oh, you I would have been dead. Bicycle. I had oh no helmet God. on. I'd have been dead. A bike even relate to what we're talking about? You road got a rash. We're talking about road rash. You got a boo boo on my your face. door. <laughs> I broke my teeth. <laughs> it was devastating for me. Two. <laughs> Dude, that is bad when you're when when you're a female and you feel you know you guys have those dreams where you think your teeth are gonna crumble. I felt it. I never had any of those dreams well then you don't have anxiety you don't have real anxiety <laughs> i poo-poo all your, your anxiety claims okay right, let's focus down i almost i almost gained this much respect for you that you were on the back of a bike that went down and got road rage no i, I fell on my face bike ride on my mountain on, bike all on the concrete bet you it was one of those high on mountain bikes too right no i oh. can't afford that <laughs> all right hey guys donate but, to our patreon page <laughs> <laughs> all right uh for those just tuning in, man, we're here with the Southern Dogs. Uh, they do a lot of fundraising and a lot of support for uh, Scottish Rite Hospital. But there's another aspect of what you guys do, which is taking a nation by storm, too, is a lot of kids in school are being bullied, right? So Absolutely. what are you doing to um, combat that and help the children that are getting bullied in schools? That's really cool. Oh, yeah. It all started with um, this one girl named Alyssa. It was in the first semester last year, and... She'd reached out to a family friend, 
And the family friend posted on a regular Facebook page, Garland, Texas, no other type of page, just said, hey, we got this girl, she's being bullied, I know bikers do a lot of things, is there anything y'all can do? Oh, wow. So we reached out to her and said, well, we can escort her to school, you know, give her a great day, give her a great start. And so we put the word out, and next thing you know, we have about 50 bikers wow. from different clubs, different aspects, in, individuals, independents, just showing up to give her a ride to school. Wow. Um, and that sparked a lot for that girl, and what was cool about it, the school, <clears throat> the principal got involved in it, he welcomed us in, uh, we had a police escort to the school, and uh, once we got there, we made sure we made a big hoopla about it. And talking to her the next day, she was a rock star at school all day. Oh, man. And that just told me, hey, Of you course know what? she was, yeah. Something needs to change. This is a good, positive change that we can do for kids. It's as simple as giving a ride to school, but it can be something so much more self. Once again, you save someone's life because you see so many bully, bullied victims at young ages are committing suicide. Oh, yeah. Well, because they can't take it. So there's another life saved. By what you guys do oh yeah she was pushed in the streets with cars coming at her spit on rocks thrown at her oh my really? lord this, this girl had gone through quite a bit and wow. that says that's not the only story that we've had to that oh yeah, yeah. That, by oh, yeah. far that's not anywhere close to the only story that, yeah. that you've experienced that it's type like of, it's a different world now, than when we grew up right now before before um you do something like this before mm-hmm. if someone turns around and says hey my kid's being bullied in school do you do any background you you make sure that the, the claims are legit. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I, you, I see you had a police escort. Do you, you um, reach out to the local police departments and make sure you can get there and tell the principal, hey, we're coming in 50 strong, 75 strong to uh, bring this child to school? Well, the first thing we do is uh, we reach out to the resource officer that's there at the school because usually okay, yep. something like that's reported to them. Right. And we build that relationship with him first and foremost. That way he knows exactly what's going on. Um, from there... If he's cool with it, he feels like it's something that actually benefit this child, then we go to the principal from there. Um, after the principal, we'll go to the committees, we'll go to the school boards, whatever we have to do to make this happen. Right. Um, and at first, so it's a process. Oh, it is a it's process. Because at first, there was a lot of pushback. Of course. Saying, we don't want all these bikers showing up to our schools. and They're picturing right. Hell's yeah, Angels. Yeah, exactly. Right. They Sons are. of anarchy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perception. Perception. Yeah. Perception. Yeah. Perception is reality, unfortunately, yes. in this world. Yep, yep. And so once they actually experience it, they're like, well, you know what? That was actually really cool what you guys did. And we're like, well, that's what we do. It's, yeah. Yeah. We're here for the kids. And certain kids, you know, it's, they get pulled on just for what they wear or how small they are, whatever it is. So now we're actually got a new initiative to where we actually made patches up of our logo that we're selling for like $5 a piece. Um, and all those the money we make from these patches, we've taken one girl shopping, had like a... $600 shopping spree with her. Wow. Got her nails done. Got her new shoes. Took her build up, build up, rebuild her self esteem. Oh, yeah, make her feel good about herself, man. That's absolutely. Aww. And then. Can you see that girl walking into like, like the uh, chin's nails, you know, with like all these biker guys, you know, <laughs> do her toes right, so man. So That's where her sisterhood comes in. That's where the ladies. Oh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. You have female riders as well, or no? It's, it is it's a strictly men's club, as far as the Southern Dogs go. We do have our ladies that you know they wear our back pieces, saying "property of" or "protected by." Um, property of. Property of, yes. <laughs> <clears throat> but "protected by" is very sweet. I like that one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would be okay with I, that I, on there. I was part of the Blue Knights. 
We had okay. and uh, the women that did ride. Uh, they were, we didn't use property or protected. We used uh, lady nights, so they were they were part. So I was in Texas one chapter for a while. Oh, yeah, awesome. but that's not exclusively males. What you're saying? Yes, it is, it is exclusively males, but they do have the ladies' nights for female police officers. So oh. they do have a separate. They do have a separate thing, or the wives of the the, the male the, of the male. They wear patches, um, lady night. Okay, right. that's they're cool. just not involved in all the meetings and everything. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Yeah, because you they gotta have your boys' club. Moment. They get to sit back with each other and just gossip and mm-hmm. bicker while we're in our little meeting. That's, that's all they we have do. Their own and they meeting. get to cook. Yeah, they get to cook. They get to cook at the meeting. Actually, sad thing is, we'd probably do more cooking than the ladies. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds. <laughs> we do all the correct. crawfish boils and <laughs> smoking and all that fun stuff. See, I have a grill I haven't used since <laughs> since the divorces. <laughs> no idea why I keep it. I, I keep it. Is I, it still in the box or is it out? No, of it's it's there, just sitting there. Anyway, because so grilling is something men should. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's see, very cool. So, oh, yeah. oh so it, wait, wait. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jesus. Wait. So it's fine for a man. It's it's grilling is what a man should do outside so if a man turns around and says well a woman should cook in the kitchen that's a wrong thing to say that's a double standard i'm just kidding welcome to bernie, america <laughs> bernie supporter okay whatever okay. <laughs> no but men are better at it usually i don't i wouldn't honestly actually you know what i have grilled when i've taken the kids camping Hot dogs. <laughs> yep. And oh. we're, we're breaking down <laughs> stereotypes over Thank here, you. too. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, um, so the whole uh, bullying aspect, do you guys ever think about the online bullying? Is There's probably nothing that you were, oh, would absolutely. be able to do. Okay, how do you approach that? Like That's to, something that actually was still in the works on. Okay. Um, with that, it actually requires something that's beyond our reach. As far, that requires more like FBI and organizations like that, but... We can actually bring it to their attention at the same time. Oh, that's good. Because a lot of kids, they just don't step up. They and don't tell say you. anything. Yeah. Even when they're out of school, we got a boy that uh, we found out after school was out was being bullied. Well, guess what? He's now taking taekwondo from us, and we went and actually went to his birthday. Yep. Celebrated oh, his birthday so cool. with him. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, because I think that would make a difference. Like taekwondo or any of the other um, um, well, kind of self defense classes would help kids that, that are being bullied it does and it usually takes guys like this to help push that child back to get into a taekwondo because he's scared he's like oh uh, he feels intimidated he feels because bullying breaks down your self-esteem it does you know hey uh sean galvin uh ah, that's one of our brothers one of your yeah. brothers all right well how you doing sean and uh we got daniel wink, wink he offered winkle? to take me for a ride uh, yeah i bet daniel he did i bet he Danielle, Gene, the, yeah, Gene had a good one. He said, "Dress for the slide, not the ride." And I was <laughs> yep, like, "That's, that's a right. good saying." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I understand, guys. Uh, yeah, you have a lot of really good followers. Uh, well, listen, it. we're gonna take a we're gonna take a quick break oh, because shoot, yeah. yeah, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna do a fo- we'll do a finish up with uh, Southern Dogs. Okay. And uh, please stay tuned because it's only gonna get better after this. Broadcasting live from the Fishbowl Radio Network Studios here in Arlington, Texas. Man, we got Southern Dogs in the house. Um, they are a bunch of. They are a motorcycle club. <laughs> they're a bunch of motorcycles. Yeah, yeah, I was going to go there. Firefighters, Gang. cops, military. They are a motorcycle club that goes out there and makes a difference in people's lives by raising funds for Scottish Rite Hospital um, for children that are need prosthetics, to need some that do not have medical insurance. They uh, combat bullying by bringing kids who have been bullied in school to. They ride 50, 75 strong up to the school, and that kid is a rock star, like you said, man. Oh, yeah. Once again, thank you guys for what you do. Um, 
So tell us some more about what what uh, Southern Dogs has planned for the future. I know you guys were talking a little bit about uh, the internet stuff and like what else do you what are the challenges and goals you guys want to do to make a difference? Well, on top of the uh, Texas Scottish Rite and the bullying that we handle, we also do a lot with veterans. Okay. Oh, nice. um, we have a little program that uh, was started by one of our ladies that we call Christmas for Vets. And what we do with that is we find veteran families that maybe somebody just came home, is having a hard time finding a job, doesn't have money. We actually go out and provide them their complete Christmas. We buy the presents, we buy trees, we buy them the meals, everything that family needs. And we actually get a list of the toys that the kids want. That way we know exactly what we're getting. Aww. Uh, and that's some of the fun stuff that we do that just makes it worth yeah. being a dog. When, Seriously. When... You can do that for a family that you know a guy who who is who served our country, um, and he comes back and he's just not feeling right about himself or his family's a little lost because he's trying to reacclimate himself back into society. And you can do that for his family. What is the response? I mean, what is the feeling you guys get personally? I mean, that's got to that's got to choke you up. It's got to even choke the oh, biggest yeah. guys up, right? It chokes me. I, I, it puts me in tears. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, there's, there's a lot of tears on both sides of the aisle yeah. on that, and it's, it's a great feeling for us to be able to give back to the community. You know, a lot of times the vets come home, and they're forgotten about. Oh, well, right. you're home. Cool. Great. Get back to normal. Right. Yeah. It, that's not a thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right, it right, that doesn't, right, it right. doesn't happen that way. You know, so a lot of times... These uh, servicemen and women come home, and you know they get discharged from the service, and, and they don't know where to go. They don't their their brain just doesn't kick back in to oh well hey let's civilian get a nine life. to five yeah. right right you know right, it, right. it doesn't work that way you know so when we're able to come in and provide the food the trees the lights the other decorations the presents and <clears throat> not just the presents for the kids but for the parents as well. Aww. You know, whether it's, you know, um, mom and dad need some new clothes or, you know, something to help get them back into a civilian job. We'll go out and we'll spend quite a bit of money for the whole family. Aww. It's not just the kids. You know, we, we try to take care of the entire family. Wow. I, ha- I haven't gotten a Christmas present. I don't remember how long. Because <laughs> my kids, you know, they're, they they're don't just, care about you. They don't have any money. <laughs> but, you know, when, when you just turn around about getting jobs and stuff, I'm just going to promote one of our uh, our big sponsors. Well, not a sponsor that we don't have. We don't big have. nonprofit that we big work with. Big nonprofit that we, don't, that we work with was J-Dog. Um, oh, yeah. Trash they removal. Um, they junk are removal. Junk removal. They are a veteran-owned business. They hire only veterans. No, not only veterans because I can work there, I asked. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, you can work there because your dad was a veteran. Uh, you have to be part of a veteran family. Okay. You, you, if you don't have to be a veteran, you have to be part of a veteran family. Okay. Okay, and that's the same to own J-Dog. Uh, you have to be a veteran. Yeah. But yeah. they they give jobs to veterans only because that's what they that's what they want to do. They want to give all these jobs to the returning vets, and they pay very well. They, they treat you very well, and that's what John Ortiz... Uh, that's what his goal was yeah. when he got into J-Dog. They're, they're sweet. Um, they also have Volunteers of America that we work with. Yes. Who has yep. a whole um, program set aside for, for veterans as well. Yeah. So just to let you guys know if you want to you know, push that out when you... When you're dealing with these families, absolutely. It's uh, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine coming home and um, knowing you have you're coming home to your family and you're unable to provide Christmas. You know, that's got to be it's tough, man. I mean, heartbreaking. I mean, so very cool. Like I don't like. 
I don't feel bad when I don't, my kids don't open presents. <laughs> <laughs> you probably give them coal. I really don't. I don't feel bad at all. They come in, a, they come in looking under the tree, and it's like, yep, it's empty again. Too bad. Go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? You didn't do. N- yeah. You did nothing. You deserve yeah. nothing. Yeah. You're terrible people. Three six, three hundred sixty-three years. Of, days. Three days. You've done shit in the house. Guess what? Nothing came out. <laughs> <You're done. There> you <laughs> go. Well, now I got the grandkids. That's the only thing I care about now. Grandkids. Yeah, because they're yeah. all sweet, and you can spoil them, and then send them on their way, right? Yeah, and as soon as they yeah. hit about six or seven years old, they don't have their jobs, and they don't start doing stuff. They're gonna end up like the other kids, and. No list. Six is a little young. It's a little young. No, John. it is not. Six years old. You starting first grade. You start chores. Absolutely. Absolutely right. I, I don't think I started that young. I'm not going to make make them mow the lawn and stuff, but I mean at least shop, do something. <laughs> at least weed eat. We do something. <laughs> Damn kids are becoming such little pansies these days. Patting them on the back for everything. <sighs> All right. So back to yes. better, happy. I'll hate on my kids some other time. <laughs> so um, how can they get a hold of you? How can they follow you? What's all, all of your... Can, they, can anyone become a member if they're... The, uh, what's the thing? If they're a prospect for long enough? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to make the grade first and foremost. Oh, okay. Uh, you must have a motorcycle license. You must be... A outstanding person in the community. Aw. You, you have to pass a background check. Okay. It's just as strict as going through the FBI. Good. Like I said, we are in law enforcement. We have a lot of police officers in our club, so. So we're not uh, having some drug dealer exactly. right next to it, yeah. No. Right, right, right. Good idea. Absolutely Good idea. No, with all the organizations we work with, because there's one other organization I'm going to plug that we work with as well. Um, and that's Texas Special Olympics. Okay. Uh, we just had a ride about two months ago for them. We raised quite a bit of money. And one of our guys is actually on the executive board for this area, for North Texas. Um, so we're actually very involved. We just had our first annual ride, and it's going to become a traditional ride every year. And it's about a 100-mile ride. It's awesome wow. through the back countries by McKinney. Oh wow! It's a beautiful ride, and it's a beautiful cause too. Now, you know? what what do, what do you guys do? What you you ride to the Special Olympics, you, or are you just raising money for them, or like what are you doing with them? We raise money for them, and then once they actually have their games coming up in September, there's going to be several of us out there helping present medals, Aww. taking on different roles out there, supporting the kids that are actually competing as well. Great, that's cool. So Danielle Winkler wanted to know how people can support your causes donations what yes. do you need hello danielle <laughs> uh, one of the great, easiest ways to get a hold of us uh, we have two different web pages we have southern dogs 286 mc on facebook and we also have bikers against bullying dallas texas oh i on love facebook. it you know, when you just brought that up what makes that because i know i know baca got a bad rap on some things mm-hmm. through the community what makes you different than baca I explain what Baca is. Oh, honestly, was Baca to Bikers Against Child Abuse, and those so, are some really great friends of ours. Right, um, but I know they got some bad well, publicity. How they I, get bad publicity? Because they abuse bikers. They abuse <laughs> their children. Well, no, because they they they've dished out they've dished out a lot of uh, street justice that was rightly deserved, uh, but was taken the wrong way. I don't think that's a yeah. bad thing. I, you know, no, you don't. But a lot of other Bernie supporters do. Bernie supporters. Damn Bernie no, supporters. That's actually, no. I love those yep. guys. Yeah, no, they no. take children to court. Yeah, they follow they, up with they, them. They, they stay do with great, those kids. They do, a great, they do a great thing, man. But they, they I, I, know they, I know they've gotten some bad press on some issues. They've, they've, Like I said, man, pedophiles, well, they've 
one of their hey. one of their biggest things is, is you know they're not they don't advocate violence but if they are the only thing that stops that predator right. from hurting that child no matter yep. what kind of predator yep. they will step in Good. yeah and that's yep kudos to them for that oh without yeah. a doubt they and, protect and, do those it. children that's right they, and they've done the same thing they've they've escorted to schools they've they've taken kids to proms they've done they've done all that i just know they mm-hmm. got to you know so but they're part that's part of what you guys you guys aren't them you guys aren't that club right no. or is that just no. an organization that is a bunch of a bunch of different clubs together. How no, is that's that? its own club. That's its own club. Yeah, that's its own entity. Okay, all right. I didn't all right, know so now let's go back to what he said. Okay. Bullying, right. bikers against bullying. T- North Te- Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Yes. Dallas, Texas. Okay. I almost said North Texas. You see a nice little logo. Looks just like this yep. patch right here. Nice. I can't see it on the yeah. camera. No, you're but. a little too far, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but still, okay. So is that like dot uh, org dot what? No, it's just on Facebook right now. Oh, okay, cool. It's in its infancy. We just started it, so we haven't had a chance to really grow it yet as far as that. Although we do already have over 1,200 uh, members wow. on the page. So that's pretty it's amazing. It's growing tremendously. Yeah. It's awesome. And the love and support that we're getting from everybody that's a part of it is just amazing. And the thing about that is you don't have to be a biker to be a part of that. Right. Yeah, it's Bikers Against Bullying. But anybody that's against bullying can join in and make a difference. There you go. Whether so it's just Melania, a donate Melania against bullying. Right. Melania yeah. Trump. Yes. Sure. Yeah, she's too busy shopping. <laughs> Wearing coats. That's like you, she doesn't I mean, care. See, and what you just brought up is great because, you know, they pull up 50, 50 75 strong uh, on bikes. You can pull up in your car. You can Absolutely. pull in your car as well. No, not, my Subaru. I mean, no, but that's fine. Doesn't that's fine. give the same it, it ambiances. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't well, have right. the same statement. It doesn't have the same statement, but it's all about the support. It's all about the numbers that shows that we care about this child. Exactly. You know, that's true. That's, that's true. What, it doesn't matter what you, you pull up in. I mean, even if you pull up in a Prius, you may get beat up yourself. But, you know, at least you're there to support. <laughs> the Prius the is counteracting all of the, <laughs> the environmental all right, if you All right. I'm sorry. If you own a Prius, don't do it because we're going to want to beat you up. <laughs> what? I don't want to beat you up, Prius lovers. Come on now. Come on you now. You don't just want to like bitch slap someone who drives a Prius. No. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> every every day. Every day I see one of those cars. No, they're, those they're, they're trying to be smart, helpful. Th- what are the helpful in what? Oh, Less pollution. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the smart cars. Those little... No. Yeah, I will say if I okay, you guys, there's other people here. Every time you get, you keep getting distracted. Okay, um, all right. So they can follow you on the Facebook page. They can log on to your website for your Southern Dogs website. Yes. And um, how else? What's another way? Uh, that's pretty much it. That's through it? Social okay. media or through our Southern Dog website itself. And it's also on Facebook as well. So you need donations or around Christmas time? Do you need donations of money or, or maybe some of those well, We take items. donations year-round, actually, because okay. um, there's always somebody in need and somebody that needs help. Yeah. So, like, right now, we have two children in Taekwondo with the bullying. Yeah. You know, that's... $100 a month. Yeah, it's $100 a month. Yeah. So, $5 a patch, that doesn't add up as quick as it should, but at the Amen. same time... We're making it happen somehow, some way for them. Good. And that's what matters. Do, do the uh, the studios work with you and they know, do they they help, you know, they know why you're... Actually, yes. we got one studio that we're working with right now that is helping out tremendously. Give them a plug, man. They deserve it. They deserve Absolutely. It. Forney Taekwondo, you guys are awesome. All right, man. Oh, yeah. nice, Forney. That is, yeah. That is yeah, out because, there. you know... You got you got to give a shout out to anybody who's backing you guys, anybody that's helping you guys. I mean, they deserve it. They deserve that recognition. As oh yeah, well. yeah. There's a lot of camaraderie. Makes a and, you know, there's other clubs that support us, and we support them. If you don't mind, give them a quick yeah, shout yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do all of it. Out, man. 
No, because I got to give a big shout out to Third Watch. Great we, organization. We met those guys too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a great program that they do every other month with the city of Rockwall or Rowlett, where they actually have a veteran recognition. And they recognize three or four veterans, give, make them their day, Aww. give them a proclamation, a nice blanket, and wow. just you know encompass and then acknowledge their service and what they've done for the company and for the country. Now, Third Watch, is that after the TV show or is that after no. the... Oh. That's for the police. Uh, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> most, most all of them are police-related yes. in there. Um, along with them, we got Steel Horse Patriots, we've got Chaotic Angels, all three of those clubs we support, they support us, and it's become more like a community of clubs that just bond together, oh, help good. out veterans, help out children, do whatever we got to do to help each other. And you guys that's all nice. network together, right? You Absolutely. All together and bond. That's great. Man. I always mess up this one. It's, uh, what is it, the Seek? Seek, uh, Seek Riders of Seek, America. There you go. See, I, I always mess that one up. <laughs> always Seek do. as in like the religion? Yes. Oh, wow. With the turbans and all the yes. great guys. We've done rides with them. How They've supported us. How can they wear us. a helmet and a turban? They just wear the turban. The turban protects them quite well. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't blow off. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking that's true. <laughs> okay. So what We probably should wrap up because we do yeah. have... One more time, how can people find you on Facebook or website or get in contact? Just give a quick shout-out. www.southerndogs286mc.com Or you can reach us on Facebook at southerndogs286mc or at Bikers Against Bullying, Dallas, Texas. All right, now on one, Facebook. One, on more Facebook. Thing, one more thing, Shiny, you DJ, right? Yes, sir, I do. Promote your business if you DJ. All right. Give it a shout. I am at Scooters and Garland, Tuesday Ooh. through Saturday. <laughs> Firing up the karaoke between 9 and 2 oh. every night for you. You're a karaoke guy? I we sure gotta, am. we got to come out and party. you got to come gotta, out and party That's got to be a cool party, man. Oh, that, man. We have a blast, brother. We'll have a blast. Those, yeah, yeah. For those that are looking for the dog's web pages, that's D-A-W-G-S, yep. not yeah. D-O-G-S. Big <laughs> difference there. Very true. Very Total difference there. <laughs> yeah, you, you can find them on our uh, web page as well, on our Facebook page, and uh, they will be up on our Mad Radio, Making a Difference page uh, by next week. So... Yeah. Follow, follow the Southern Dogs, man. They're making a difference in communities all across Texas. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank both, you all man. for but, having us. And Thanks don't forget for guys. all your listeners, y'all make a difference as well. Absolutely. All right, man. And uh, we're going to wrap it up with Southern Dogs, and we're going to be bringing in the mayor of Denton. That will be <laughs> Joey Johnson, the famous comedian. Or the who king. Is, or I the bet king. he prefers the king. He, he doesn't care what we call him <laughs> as long as we give him a title, man. He has made a difference in Denton, man. He has brought the comedy community there. He's built it up, and he's got such a huge following. So stay tuned. We're going to have him in the studio right after this. Yes. <laughs> yes. How old are you, Billy? I'm 26. I'm an entertainment lawyer in Beverly Hills.
appearance here tonight, let's try and forget that I'm dressed like the most hipster lumberjack you've ever seen. I kind of look like a spanky from the Little Rascals, like, won an Old Navy gift card. And I spent it all on this show. Guys, I'm happy to be here. I almost did not make it tonight. Uh, if you're thinking because of traffic, you're wrong, but kind of. If you were thinking because of a 45-minute Taco Bell drive-thru, ding, ding, ding. Guys, 45-minute Taco Bell drive-thru, and they got my order wrong. Absolutely. So I normally would be really upset by this, and then I realize I kind of find comfort in this situation, Taco Bell getting my order wrong. Yeah, because that lets me know that everyone working at Taco Bell is working right where they should be. Oh! They can't afford the two drink minimum, they're not here. You people went to college! Damn, Joey, you must, you must be scared every time you're walking to Taco Bell now, because if they recognize you, they're going to be like, yeah, yeah, I didn't go to college. Maybe I didn't go to college. They have a hit out on me for sure. Luckily, I prefer the gas station uh, taquerias. For yeah, there you go. The mom, and, the mom and pop. I'm all about supporting local. Oh, there you go. Hey, welcome back to Mad Radio, Making a Difference Wednesday with John and Megan. We have the mayor, king, the the messiah of Denton here, man. Wow, what, a, what a title. That's, that's literally the equivalent to like being a manager at an urban outfit. There you go. Right, right. <laughs> and they make more. Than me, so. oh, Joey Johnson's in our studio, man. Uh, hey, uh, man, it is a pleasure. I'm, I, I've had the me, me and Megan both have had the pleasure of working with you. Yeah, we watch, we we follow your career, man, and, and we just watch it, it just blow up, man. Just getting higher and higher and higher. Uh, uh, you know, there's definitely there's definitely points where it levels out. That's yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, summer's busy though, so right now it seems like I'm doing okay. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> once I we get around that. slow season, that like Halloween time, I'll be just I'll be an open micer again. <laughs> <laughs> next year well tell i mean but you brought the com you really brought the comedy community to denton right not um, i mean not all by yourself but you, you really did, well, you actually did start that ball rolling there was already uh there there was a scene already it just wasn't as big there was the denton comedy collective for a while uh which was a group of guys and girls uh i think ron leckler uh who's out in i think denver chicago now he kind of started that and they would do workshops and occasional occasional shows uh they got kicked out of like their one place they could do shows banter <laughs> while because of something that happened i don't know but when i came around there wasn't shows really and they weren't doing anything and uh, i was friends with a lot of musicians so you know Denton's a super diy town so i just did yeah. the same thing all those musicians did and i went out met people went to different venues you know and uh just kind of followed that formula you know and Denton's real cool they're real supportive yeah. and yeah when you have something new they want to see it you know so it's good and make and you you know make work for yourself That's but you i mean now you have you have a couple of different places in denton right yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it went from people being excited about it to now we have such a scene that people are getting mad now so that's it, like <laughs> that's how you know things are good we when are successful a, when you have such a large audience that people are right. still going to shows but now you have people that have disdain for your comedy they're like, scene you're like oh man i should have jumped on yeah, that it, it, not even that they're just mad at the shows or any you know now there's like i mean you know it's a, it's a college town so, right right yeah. right, right. Uh, like megan heard someone we were just talking about at improv I, I have some new material about school shooting stuff that i probably want to do in denton because it would offend the likeness of certain people which is fine but that's how you know the scene's getting big that, that's right that's true. so that's true I, uh, do you, do you, but really do you really worry about offending anybody yes um i worry about like i here's the thing is i've heard people absolutely like 
spew hate speech on stage and it's <laughs> insanity and it's crazy well, i'm not worried about me doing that yeah, i mean i'm worried about things getting mis. i'm not even worried about it i just don't like when things get misconstrued like in denton context gets lost a lot right so it's, well, and it's a co- college town so right, i think you could right. you could almost well, say that right i, I guess but i mean, I mean if, like you're, if you're if you're spewing hatred i mean that's there's, there's a, there's, that's there's different, a different yeah. right. than yeah, if yeah. you're using something in in the contents the of a joke is, but nuance gets lost to audiences yes. because of context because it is true that trigger words are a thing when someone hears the word like i, I have a new joke about school shootings and when i say school shoot and it goes off my straight white man joke because i'm ta- already talking about straight white men and how right. we do have culture and i say our culture <laughs> that's Applebee's, so good golf and school shooting <laughs> that's but, so good but see here's the thing right, that's good soon up front though when a bunch of college because especially denton's a very diverse area just like a lot of places in the dfw it's a melting pot so when they immediately hear me as a white guy be like we do have culture immediately they shut off because they don't know where i'm going you know what i mean and then as soon as i say the applebee's line right like oh okay okay yeah yeah but it's so easy just writing that opening sentence that joke for them to get lost and then they shut me out and then i go even further the joke gets darker (laughs) it gets funnier it gets funnier i promise it gets darker though and i'm not gonna run it but uh, no, go ahead. No, no, I'm not, I don't want to because it's still in its, it's, still in its infancy. <laughs> like, I, I was doing it at the open <laughs> mic. It's so new. But I'm scared about doing it in Denton because once they lose that context, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It gets it, – they're not listening to you, hear. They're listening to reply. Do you really think you're going to yeah. lose the whole audience or you think you're just going to lose a select few? Um, that depends too. You know, you never know how the room's going to be. Denton's tough because Denton, you could literally get a hundred of the same people who are thinking the same thing in terms of getting offended. But also, I mean, you know, we have a great – comedy scene we do have people that come out and laugh all the time so like i'm not here to dog i love that town right right, right, right. yeah i'm not i'm not super worried about it most of the time if someone says something to me about a joke they don't like i talk to but dude you know i do a lot of roast i've been roasted three times have a a sense of humor you're going to a comedy club have a sense of humor like yeah like i i think everything is kind of okay to be a target it's just it's all about how you do it right Right. exactly but i mean college towns in general though right now like jerry seinfeld has said he won't perform anymore there i forgot who else well i mean you you even him. look back at jerry seinfeld's early work and, and, and his uh, act isn't even that offensive no and not but, at all but back i would probably say maybe uh maybe 10 or 12 years ago before everybody got offended at everything he did a cancer joke said something about yeah. cancer and people got so pissed off that oh how can you make fun of cancer because i'm not making fun of cancer it was just in the in the realm of the joke and just i and, say the word over and over again but context is everything and yeah. sometimes you can tackle the you can attack the status quo while still tackling actual most of the times when someone like a really good comic is tackling something that makes like especially like a liberal audience uncomfortable because that seems to be more like where they say like people get offended i'm just like that's a blanket statement. Yes, right, 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 right. But you're not wrong. But most of the time, the, that comic is t- saying exactly what, what everybody's the feeling. liberals are saying. They're saying right. no. It, they're saying what everyone's feeling. But most of the time, it's tackling a bigger issue that is on the left side. Yeah. And they get mad because they get lost in the context of it because you're doing it because there's way trigger words. It, it's right. hard, it's a hard thing to think about. You know what I mean? Sometimes when people's brains get hurt, they don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I have that reminds me. I have a niece who grew up in Crane, Missouri. Right. Okay, and when I was hanging out with her we were playing board games she's like that one makes you think I don't like to think and I with that accent and everything and I was like wow 
Wow. Which I get that. You know? Sometimes, like, I, Joey's so nice. He's like, I made fun I of her. Totally, I made fun of my niece. No, but I get that. Like, sometimes, I, I sometimes will write things that I'm like, that's too... I'm not calling myself too smart, but sometimes I'll write something that I'm like, no, no one's going to get this. They're, no one's going to follow me No one this. wants to think. They're, this, they're is above every, this is above every Taco Bell employee's yeah. Here's <laughs> intelligence. The when I'm at a comedy show, whether it's hyenas or improv, and I'm like working a weekend, you know, the difference between me and that audience is... Is they worked all week and now this is their thing <laughs> that they want to come drink and relax that like when i'm on stage that night that's like the first thing i did that day you know like they, <laughs> they went through work that's the first thing i did that whole week uh, well some of I us we ro- work all night and then we do the <laughs> right. comedy show i just rolled so out of bed <laughs> and, and there's that disconnect because i'm at work and i'm wanting to be our you know this is my craft but they just want to laugh at a dick joke you know like yeah. they just want to chill and laugh at some simple <laughs> And that's fine, you know. That's a thing. Yeah, but I that's very true. I, but you're, I think you bridge the gap between you being a comics comic and you're also, you know, funny to the masses as well. You you know how to 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 go over that line because there's some people well, she, who that's the are nicest thing anyone said to me about my comedy. <laughs> well, but no. there's some people who are very much comics comics, and I'm just like, yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't do well in front of a general audience. Right, you wouldn't. Right. But you're doing great at this open mic because we're all comics. Right. Yeah, I think it helps a lot the traveling aspect. That Amen. I've done, yeah, uh, getting to. But you you have you have the same you have the same stage presence and uh, as Jamie Gravy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You you know not white. a lot of not a lot of people <laughs> white white, white white <laughs> no but not not a lot of people not, not a lot of people <laughs> yeah not a lot of people like can get away with what Jamie does on stage but he the way he presents it. It just it yeah. makes it it makes it funny to well, all audiences. Well, they're likable people. Right. He's likable. Right. Jamie's like you that's guys, what it is. You know, yeah, yeah. if if it came, if, I'm agreeing. Like yeah, I'm so like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, no, I'm likable. You, <laughs> you come when you when you're up on stage, you're not coming. You don't come across as someone that's going to be that that uh, that a. Uh, you, that means it, you know. You right. come across, you you kind of smooth it in there, and That's, you know, he, you yeah. have that talent. You got that talent, just like Jamie. You can you can um, grab all audiences, man, and that, and that's what I think. Uh, a lot of it is me and Jamie have fun on stage, and exactly, I, yeah. exactly. You're having fun, everyone, and I kind of had to learn that because, like, I'll do those Arlington Improv. I did God. I opened for Godfrey pretty recently. Oh wow! And that's a predominantly older black audience, you right. know. And I'm a young white dude. <laughs> as soon as I walk up, they're already like, "Oh my God, what's this my kid gonna tell me?" you know yeah. and so i had a pretty tough week in the first couple shows and then uh jake who's now over at hyenas he, he was just like dude just go up there and have fun and i kind of just shifted my perspective and i've just realized like they're there to have fun if i'm having fun they feel more comfortable that's a great yeah. way to look at it it's man. exactly that's, the truth you know, though and is. i'll put too much pressure on myself sometimes yeah. before things i did that, that. tight you know that doesn't make exactly it. and it doesn't then flow you start as well qu- right then you start questioning your joke and they can see that and your well, audience can see it. that right and then you're not even you up there you're right. exactly you and you're making nervous decisions and no one makes good decisions when they're nervous or anxious <laughs> Not, yeah, not Tinder. Yeah, so, Tinder. Was they asked me when I drank. That's <laughs> wow. Um, so uh, you were talking about traveling. So where have, where have you performed? Where's all the different places? Because I know you've done some festivals, right, or some other not things. Really, I really don't apply to a lot of festivals because it costs money. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's paying to be rejected. Exactly. And that's like I, I. I had a friend who was like, "You should do the," fe-, and I was just like, "How much is that?" Right. No, uh, I mean, <laughs> but you've traveled. Two years ago, I did that thing where I was. I went with a buddy on like that four month road trip and just I went and hit mics and DIY shows all up from the southeast up the east coast. 
So New York the area too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So did all that, met people, got That's more huge. Facebook friends than I need. You know? <laughs> and uh, I think that helps a lot. And then just kind of staying in touch with those people, even if it's liking their joke that I don't think is funny. So they're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy, he was funny. And so... <laughs> It's, uh, it, I mean, it kind of is like playing. You just got to get out there and Network. tell jokes and meet yeah. people and be funny and then be not an asshole, you know, and, and then it kind of works out, I guess. Uh, I go to Colorado. I, I just try to go where there's money and I've had good connections. Um, Durango, Colorado, I go to a lot. They, Wes and Ali. Dispensaries, man. Yeah. Those guys are, oh. you, you don't have to do much to make those people in Colorado Oh, my laugh. God. Throw out a giggly. Well, and the thing <laughs> is, like, I've, my grandparents used to have a cabin out there, so I've been going to, especially durango area for like over 20 years so i kind of get those people and those do when i i have my best sets out there better than i do in texas <laughs> i just destroy 30 minute sets in colorado and wow. love it but yeah they're really high i mean that's <laughs> but it's a great place to do comedy we need to go do comedy in yeah. colorado yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> traveling do you do you think that traveling is the best thing for a comic to do because they get to feel all audiences from all over the I mean, all over the country right yeah, I, I mean think it, i think it's the best for your acts for, for sure yeah. i mean i lose i've lost so much money traveling i've lost way more than I've ever made traveling for sure. Do you change your sets between like say the Midwest and the East Coast? And I change and certain things so like I have a joke about HOV lanes that I don't do in Durango because it's such they a don't small know what I don't have an they, HOV lane. Yeah. They you know can't I mean? spell HOV. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. So too uh, they spell P-O-T. <laughs> But I, uh, yeah, you have to. And people say certain things certain ways. Something like cultures are different in certain places. Do, oh, yeah. do you do some research on that place where you go? I, I try to. Uh, a lot of the places I go to, I've I've been to most places other than like the west coast i haven't done a california or like right. the northwest i've done most other places so it's a lot of yeah i guess research but more so just like ex past experiences kind of reading the room feeling out just the vibe of the area before you know right. uh reading the room is the most important thing anywhere you are you know yeah. uh you're you know you're not gonna tell your wheelchair ramp joke if that guy in the front <laughs> row, or you might you know right 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 how much right. is he drinking you right. know? does he seem like a funny a happy is he alone is he, is he alone can right, he catch me right, right. yeah exactly <laughs> who do you think how weak is the person next to him uh, does he have an oxygen bottle on his side <laughs> is there anything they can throw in, in their vicinity okay plastic yeah. water bottle <laughs> well, good, I, we're fine. I have one so. do you feel any state being hotter as an audience than uh the oh, most, like, I would say New York must be a challenge. See, and when I went and did those Harder. places, I was like, I, man, I like New York City. I haven't got to go since I like consider myself. I, see, when I did that trip, I was. I wouldn't say. I mean, it was you two years green. ago. I'm not as good as I am now. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I wasn't. I was. I was new. I think you. I think you would. You, you would dominate New York. And that's I where. Really think that's where I eventually want to go. I, I do really. I do really would. good on the East Coast. East Coast people like me. I have some roots out there. You know, yeah. so I do pretty good. I'm a shit talker. People like. Yeah, that. I think. Yeah, I think, exactly. I do really. Here's what's weird. I do really good in Philadelphia because are we allowed to even cuss? We're not, uh, but, but he has yeah, this F whole F time. Anyway, FU's a punchline in Philly. You know what I mean? They love. <laughs> but like I did three shows in Pittsburgh out there and bombed all three in Pittsburgh. So I don't know. East Pennsylvania loves me. Wes, it's the Civil War I've started. <laughs> you start looking at the median uh, income. All right, so that's uh, 52000 and 38000 Yeah, yeah. All right, the 38000 love that poor, F.U. joke. Well, you poor know? people love me. Exactly. That's, that's They're like, he's one of us. We yeah, get yeah. it. We get it. Well, and it's like, I don't know, man. It, the most depressing thing is being on the road and someone not liking you. Like those Pittsburgh shows, I bombed all three. I was oh, in a steal hotel. I was sick. Fans. Look, I was the Steeler fans. Yeah. yeah there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Screw them. Uh, 
They've had their Look moment. They Let me have yeah. mine. That's right. Go Eagles. Uh, <laughs> but no, I literally, I bombed three shows. I was sick. I was alone in a hotel room. Uh, and I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I'm okay. That's, that's, all, that's all prostitution right there, I, man. Or, I, I totally sick. get, there was one of those moments where I was like, man, I totally get why so many comics kill themselves in hotel rooms. I was like, they get depressed because they do this week in and week out. And when it's bad, it's bad, man. And you go sit in that damn hotel room with basic cable, 30 channels, and there's nothing it, that can take your mind off. That is Listen, so I did good. three shows in this city. There's over 20 people each show. Over 70 people in Think this city I suck. hate me. I know nobody in the city, so essentially that's the whole population that's of the, the city. city. That's Pittsburgh the city. hates me. That's, I won't go back. Even the girls that are a mile to three miles away from me don't want to talk to me a, anymore. I had a great Ruben out there, so and I can't go back because they don't think I'm funny. So, uh, actually, Bobcat go through golf. He bought yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, he was talking on WTF with Mark Maron about Robin Williams, and that yeah, whenever they got together, I mean, all they did was was joke about killing themselves, and I was, you know, because people ask him Yo, now, I mean, it's a like, lot of Robin did Williams he talk? Films had some weird <laughs> some stuff. Suicide. Yeah, 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 that one movie with the autoerotic fixation thing where he I, caught, walked, in, he walked in on his son doing it or something what movie was that what movie is that uh, I, it, the, the you'd have to look child, it up. the problem child oh okay like i don't that sounds like a family film right 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 <laughs> because i was it, it's funny because i was recently talking oh. to someone about this and masturbating I, in your closet is now becoming family friendly let me let me oh, see okay good i can i'll do it then i'll do it this weekend you know what's hilarious is it was a movie but if i google robin williams walks in on son i guarantee <laughs> It's You're gonna get a more, whole. Oh, it's even it's more family friendly. It's called World's Greatest Dad. <gasps> <laughs> Let's pop this in for a family movie night real quick. I'm pretty sure someone told me they did that. That was like a family movie wow. night. Oh wow! Yeah, I think they happens. watched it with their dad. Which is so. They're great. like, I've never done that. Have you done that, Dad? I've never done that. Think about the, um, <laughs> think about the questions that come up on the couch after that. <laughs> that's well, I'm that's saying. why he's the world's greatest dad because Robin Williams asks no questions. <laughs> <laughs> Just all right, whatever. It's like all right, Kill that yourself, works. It works. Because Careful, there's the there's oh, the edge. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. But um, okay, no, no, no. Um, but your he has dad on his uh, on his hat. Um, are you are you saying that there's a, a no, pregnancy? not at all. Uh, I actually are you coming out a as a father? To give, off, <laughs> to give off the facade that my life and someone else's is together. Oh, that <laughs> is so down. funny. You know what's funny is when I wear uh, this hat. Let me just let me just cut you off for one second, yeah. James. James, I see you on Facebook. Oh, thanks, Tom Barry. But James, no, she's not. You didn't miss her. She's gonna call in next week so tune in next week james uh judy will be on the air or just stay right now james yeah stay right now yeah stay right now i mean judy's (laughs) wonderful but you know her joey joey's actually funny joey becomes judy after midnight (laughs) yeah absolutely. i'm from denton we're very transitional there very Very transitional okay so what we're i'm sorry i don't even remember it's so that people think that you have your Uh, your stuff together too because people who are actually dads get so mad at this hat (laughs) like i didn't pat like there's a rite of passage that I. I'm I just wondering what the. I'm wondering what into this gang. Of I'm wondering what the like in, the period is for. It's like dad yeah, it's, period. It's, that's it to for the real. Point, the, the bluntness of it is why. I like. No, who was it? It was Ross Day at Addison Improv. He was like, Art, he's like, oh, he's like, congrats. He's like, I didn't know you were a father. I was like, I'm, I'm not. I'm I was not, like, I just think it's funny. funny. Yeah. And he goes, mm. and just like walked away, <laughs> sipped his wine glass, and walked away. I was like. It doesn't say like the world's greatest dad or anything. It just says dad. No, no Robin, but you, that's Robin Williams. Yeah. I think world's greatest dad. You could be world's second greatest. I think you would still qualify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd handle the uh, that situation as well as Robin did. But. but it's a great hat because, I mean, you can just say, hey, it's my name. Or I mean, there's so many 
there's so many questions about that. Hat. Yeah, absolutely. Or make him feel bad in the universe that I'm going to regret. Later, <laughs> oh Lord, wrap that stuff more than once. <laughs> <laughs> It's not fun. It's not fun. We don't want to. Just like you do the microphone. <laughs> this is what I use, actually. These are what I... I just use microphone covers. I don't even use condoms anymore. That's They're a little porous. I'm just concerned. <laughs> yeah, He's going to get road rash on his... It's the, it's the trickle-down trickle effect. You know, you know what's going to happen now? Now we're going to have to... I'm, the Reagan na- in, I'm Ronald Reagan in bed. Now we're going to put a disclaimer out there because Joey no said this. We have to put a disclaimer out there. Please do not put the microphone things on your penis. <laughs> Okay, it may cause road rash. <laughs> we do, we do not rec- we do not recommend you putting these things. I was listening all the way up here with the I, I find with the southern dogs. I, I, what is your audience? Me and some bikers. That's like who was what? Like I, who was watching? I, people dropped off. I <laughs> and I noticed all these when I was watching because I was stuck in traffic. I noticed all these people commenting that were bikers. I was like, oh, none of these people are going to stick around. <laughs> they're like, they're, they're going to see dad and be like, oh no. no we, I was super oh. surprised that he had over fifteen hundred people on that Facebook page I was like dang good yeah. job John getting him <laughs> hey I, yeah I just gotta say that if those guys want to escort me to an open mic so I don't get bullied by audience members right they're just how other ones, comics how great would that the audience, be they're in the audience that? with their arms around people whispering laugh laugh laugh, laugh. <laughs> That I, I need mean. that. All right, so we're gonna email the Southern Dogs. All right, <laughs> if you if you're listening to this, uh, that's a you know, perfect jo- idea. Jo- Joey's being bullied at, <laughs> at the, the open mics. All may the need time. a little may need a little backup, man. That would be funny if you rolled up with them and they just <laughs> hey, and great. they just sat in the audience and just said. You better laugh, Rob. You better laugh. <laughs> I just have, I saw a leather jacket. Now. That's what my merch is. It's all patches. Let's say, laugh, MF, or laugh. Yeah. <laughs> laugh or die. Oh. Laugh or die. How, how funny would that, the next show, the next show, people would just, you, you'd stop building the audience because people would be like, It'd become a cult. It wouldn't even be a fan base. It would just be a. Did Joey bring cult. those people with him? Yeah. Did Joey bring those guys with him? You wouldn't have a choice. You would have to be a fan. You'll, li- you'll like that. That's a good way. That's I have way figured to do the it. business side of comedy out. That's what I'm saying. You actually wow. have, in, in some ways, because it didn't really has your kind of handprint, footprint, whatever you want to say, all yeah. over. I mean, oh, the, he was making fun of me because I was doing this radio show when the chicken oh, debate the chick, was happening. You started the chicken debate. The chicken debate. Well, that started with comedian uh, David Eller posting about how Raising Cane's was overrated. Yeah. And I've always thoroughly enjoyed Raising Cane's chicken. <laughs> so you Me too. Up, I was on the Cane's team. Yeah, I went in. We both did I bad, said though. something, then Javoris <laughs> posted something, and then we, me and Javoris just slowly started an avalanche that became a chicken debate that comedians I know out in L.A. were weighing in on. I was really? Like, yeah, it got weirdly <laughs> big. People were tweeting at, like, big comics that were tweeting back, like, Cane's or what, and people, it was weird. It was a how many different... How many, different, how many different places? It was four different places you guys were. Oh no, on? we tested seven. We seven? tasted seven or eight. It was a. It got it cold. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they put canes at number like seven or something, so it was yeah, cold as crap. Yeah, yeah. It was it, it, the the. It was rigged. It was rigged. Was, was, was it a rigged election? And I'm only saying that because the Russians I picked, were involved. I picked against this. T- I picked against canes. So Me I'm too. Saying it was rigged. Me too. Yes, <laughs> canes was ranked first. I'd probably be like, no, it was legit. But it was what canes, Chick Fil A, Chicken Express. Golden Chick, Long John Silver's was the ringer in Popeyes. Yeah, and Popeyes oh. won. 
Popeye's no, one. Uh, Are you sure? After recount, it was yeah. They no, it was Chicken Express or Golden Chicken. Really? Oh, you're right. Yeah. Really? Long oh, John Silver's almost won- Long John Silver's got a lot of weirdly high. Oh my! Votes. Oh my God! It was it was apparently hot when they we used ate the it. Fish batter though for oh, the chicken, and it's apparently good. that's like the secret. Really? It was good. It apparently makes Long- it good. Have you ever walked into Long John Silver's? It just it stinks. Just, yeah, I've driven by a Long John they're, Silver's. They're, they're, that's the closest meal I just yeah. drive by. Yes. It. No, I mean, I've never I won't been in. I will go in one. When you when it smells so bad, even at the drive-through. It's it's, it's like it's I can't I can't fish. I can't order here. Seafood if it's not coastal kind of sketches me out. Yeah, to be man, me too. Yeah, it's, if you're not near where they see, got Popeye's, it. Popeye's chicken I like, man. Popeyes is Popeyes good, is yeah, dope, like, but it's yeah. like super. It's spicy. That's why it's yeah. like when we tested the Popeyes one, I knew it was Popeyes because I could of taste spice, it. Right. And so I you had it. to be like, I liked it, but I, yeah, I ranked it low because <laughs> you're I'm like, like, I, I know like, this one because it was like one to ten, right? The whole chicken gate thing was very symbolic of like actual elections, you know. It's very. It was very insider corruptness. Like I, was, <laughs> I was very much like I knew. What, uh, yeah, I cheated the whole way. <laughs> I still lost. I, I know. We still. I. I did the same thing because I was on. Uh, I was on Canes and I didn't rake it as high. Did any of the was restaurants get involved? Did they, like any? Uh-uh. No. Did, did I, you know about it or no? I, but you guys almost started another gate recently. Which what was it? Somebody was trying. They've been trying. People have been trying to like. I'm like, it's not the same, you guys. It's not organic. It's not yeah. just coming. Yeah. Because you guys could have brought. You can't make it happen. Well, you could have brought like Canes. And I asked these, Canes or were, local Canes if they had heard about it, and they're like, "No, what are you talking?" They just thought I was like crazy. First, I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I have a four-piece place." Like, that was, all right, never mind. Uh, Bill, was, the homeless guys here. It was again. a big thing, man. It was a big thing. I messaged and emailed Canes corporate and everything, and tried to get them like, "Yo, like, yeah." But yeah, Twitter, Twitter yeah. Canes like responded to you. I think a couple. Yeah, times. yeah, yeah. They did. Uh, th- yeah. Whoever's I'm running their good. social media knew. Yeah, that's pretty cool because I mean, you you could have brought so much. I mean, if they would have got involved, I mean, that was great for. I mean, it was great publicity for everybody. All yeah, those our live places. stream got like thirteen hundred views for it. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> Wow. That's insane. I remember you saying you, you left a show one night and you went there. Yeah, the, I had the, to I had to go do my chicken tasting. You were like yeah. it was elbow to elbow, you know, shoulder to shoulder. Wow. No. It was it was good though. You guys had it all organized. It was good. The only thing was there it's, was too many. So by the time we got to the end end ones to taste test, well, they, they were cold. They, as they shit. tried to keep them warm too. There was like a microwave in the back, but even when they were brought out by then, uh, it's just not going to make it any. Yeah, better. yeah, you can't microwave because there was a lot of comics. With the experiment too. Yeah, yeah. amen. Radiation. Yes. <laughs> It didn't taste right. Didn't taste right. Canes is still best. I agree. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, li- I like Canes for their bread. Their bread is amazing. Bread is great. Their bread is bread amazing. It, see, it's just simple. It's good. But see, also the thing is, like I even said on the show after, I was like, you know, it's all marketing. Like I. T- raked chicken express high i've been to golden chick since i'm gonna eat the fried chicken you know like yeah. that sides of macaroni and cheese that's dope but that's the marketing good. for kids somehow has me pulled in it's crack food to me if i yeah. think chicken i it think must be the red. It's, it's the, the red. red the yellow but, the but you know what one thing i i can't stand about canes i think they're getting they're shrinking their chicken that's getting probably, smaller. Probably. The, the, that's the, how they. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The the that's strips get have been getting so much smaller. But see, but like hey, a three piece looks like a. That's less worrisome like, than the strips getting bigger. Okay. <laughs> we have places. There's a pizza place out <laughs> in Denton <laughs> that everyone tells me they're like, dude, you got to get these wings. They're so big. I got them, dude. It had a six pack. The chicken wing had a. It's pumped steroids. Up with steroids man. Up That's what I, I, I want. I want those wings to be like bulging out like the Hulk That's out of the box. Could you imagine someone <laughs> think about what you're pumped you with the steroids? <laughs> Could you imagine waking up with the body of Schwarzenegger? Like well, you'd be excited, but then the next morning you're getting bigger and bigger. 
and then someone cuts off that arm and puts me in a vegetarian. But I'm saying that the chickens that came and walk around, they get them so big they can't even like walk. It's sad. Chicken? No, but I mean, I'm eating it. I'm not saying I'm going to go vegetarian over it. You're saying it's sad, but you still want to put it in a deep fryer. It's sad, but it tastes good. Okay. It's sad because it can't walk. But whenever I tear off that leg and bite into it, the drumstick is my favorite. Walk right down my lower. Does that? That's it. Oh, that poor chicken. Put it deeper in the fryer. Make sure the strips aren't shrinking on on me. That's right. No, Um, I have noticed that. You do sometimes get tiny. Yeah. It's just like any place. But I love Cane's. I love Cane's chicken, man. Yeah. Yeah, And people who are going to be listening to this who aren't from, because it is international here, who aren't from around. That's true. Cane's is Texas born. All my my Vancouver fans. (laughs) Are there there Cane's anywhere else? Or did Cane's start in... Cane's is in Louisiana. Is it Louisiana? So I don't know how far that extends because when I... Been on the road and learned. I the whole world was a lie to me when I figured out Whataburger was not just Texas, <laughs> Louisiana, Florida. Like Texas Roadhouse is in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Texas Roadhouse is in they everywhere. They got a Texas Roadhouse in New York now. That's so funny. That, how, Man. What other state would like? I would never go to Iowa Roadhouse. <laughs> like, that's not. What other state? That, I mean, I grew up in Missouri. It's not like I would ever go to now yeah. a Missouri barbecue Missouri place. Maybe. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But like KC barbecue, that's okay. But you don't. No state every is like southern area. Missouri. Yeah. Every state claims they have the best barbecue. Yeah. Kansas City actually does. But <laughs> fighting words. I don't. Know. But like Florida, I mean, he's right. There's yeah, no other yeah. state. Texas has, and that's the thing too is um, having my kids and myself go to different states, um, school system, and then moving here to Texas. Right. My son learning how amazing Texas was. Like, right. did you? Are you homegrown? Uh, I mean, I was born in Louisiana, but I've lived most of my time in Texas. Yeah, I, I've never, ever, ever seen any school system. But I've had family all like, over, so I've got to like go different places too and kind of see the yeah. Yeah, so no other state is like it's we're amazing. We're number how, one. How long did you live in uh, Louisiana for, Joe? A uh, very, very, very short time. Like okay. six months. Like yeah, I was oh, like, you crawled. Like, don't remember. <laughs> so no, no schooling over there or anything. Like um, that. I think I went to daycare in Slidell, Louisiana, <laughs> outside of New Orleans. Then Katrina hit, and my parents again, like Louisiana doesn't have that tech and pride because my parents never went back. They were like, Hang <laughs> we're out. It, that place sunk and they were like, yeah, screw it. Like, so you <laughs> were in preschool when Katrina hit? No, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Well, he's no, from no, Louisiana. We moved, we he's moved, from Louisiana. He used to go visit. Listen, Louisiana, he's probably about 13 when he was in school. I was, I was trying to ask. Texas. No, we moved to Texas. I was, like, I was in Texas. How old am I right now? <laughs> I was in Texas during Katrina. Okay. My parents used to go visit New Orleans whenever and people they won't go talk back. about Whenever people say New Orleans, they'd be one of those obnoxious ones. New like, no, New Orleans. It's New Orleans, yeah. yeah. And so, but as soon as Katrina hit, they treated it like a redheaded stepchild. You're like, yeah, we don't know. Him. We don't know that place. Like, they never went back. They. So I've never got to experience really where I grew. I think the one time we've stopped to get seafood out there was like on the way to Florida. Like, you need which, to go to New Orleans, man. It's good. Oh, I, I have been back since I yeah, on my own. On your I got own. to go and do yeah. bourbon. I mean, it's fun. It's filthy. It is. And like, I don't really drink anymore. So now it's like I just be going for gumbo. Exactly. I don't and drink. Dirty shoes. Yeah. Well, Louisiana does have some great food man oh it's amazing I would, the, food. the best food cities are definitely new orleans and boston yeah. new orleans and boston are two of the best food cities i haven't gone to experience. boston yeah yet. boston's got some great great seafood great crab cakes boston's great yeah, good food baltimore had good crab cakes you know i just, boston's ha- hilarious I just had this fu- i just had this fight with uh, people are so funny out there but i bet they love you uh yeah I do okay. I do okay in Boston yeah, yeah. I've you know, had I've had good and bad shows you know my buddy John Walsh right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Th- and he was in Boston me and him we were having we were at that thing that Kindaloon thing the other night uh-huh. and uh, we were eating cannolis so I'm like yeah they're not just like they're not like New York he said 
uh, Boston has better cannolis than New York. Yeah, Mike's Pastries, man. Yeah, I, and I have, no. I've never had. I, I never had them, so I can't. Uh, okay, I, but now I am intrigued. Mike's Pastries now in, I'm intrigued. Uh, Little I Italy in the yeah, that's the what he said. End. It's so dope. It's he, so good. That's what he said, and I was so surprised that Boston made cannolis that were better than New York. So Boston you know, is so funny because it's he even like, said the pizza is compatible. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's different, but uh, yeah, Pizzeria Regina. Uh, in Little Italy. Have to check it out. So dope. And they have some kind of oil they put on the pizza. It's really good. Yeah, it's really you guys, good. I'm super hungry. Can we stop talking about freaking pizza? I know. I, I, <laughs> know. I really wish I had one of those private jets <laughs> that I could just get out, out here, go to Love Field, go to Boston, get some food, some cannolis, <laughs> some pizza, and fly back, you know? I'm in the process of losing, or I've been losing weight, so I just talk about food now. That's what <laughs> are I, you trying to lose weight, or are you uh, sick? I lost a lot of the weight. <laughs> I lost it all, like most of it. Well, good. Not drinking and eating good. Uh, it I'm, changes. Now I'm trying to get fit. Because I'm about to be in a buddy's movie. Seriously, I am. I have a buddy who's trying to put me in a film. Really? It's, oh, wow. tiny. it's not like a big thing. Okay. Is it a local it's a one? Tiny. Uh, yeah, it's some local production. I don't even know the name of the production company. <laughs> Is he's, it Tony? He's emailing me the script today. No, no, no. This <laughs> guy I knew before Tony. Uh, they make war films. So I'm oh, gonna, whoa. Well, the last one, Clint Eastwood got a hold because, you know, he's all gun ho for it. Like, hell yeah. So, uh, who yeah. Joe, Clint we need Eastwood. you to be blow up on this film. Yeah, you know? I'm going uh, <laughs> to. Strap this he bomb to your chest. See me in a serious setting. Very uh, cool. Which I think it'll be, you, it'll be a fun experience. Are you going to be okay not like cracking jokes? <laughs> yeah, sure. I, he said he he said he thinks I won't have an issue with it because he said, "quote Filming is very intense, so I think you'll be able to get lost in it." So I'm like, "Dude, are you about to throw me in a real war or like what kind of weird?" <laughs> He's psycho, like, "We're going like, to throw grenades at you, but it's fine. We're going right. to try to not this hit is you." How horror movies start? <laughs> this, you know, like, you know, you're going to be in a movie. It's hey, just really, really hands on. We had Preston Lacey on here not too long ago, and yeah. uh, you know his jackass thing started out like this let, let just let's throw this at you let's shoot uh rockets at you yeah you know? look and now he has uh yeah. who is so it? It could tony, be. now tony casillas is <laughs> under his wing i already got tased on stage yes yes, yes. right I, in his tony bubble. came over the he came over that night i was like man do you ever think your comedy career would accumulate to <laughs> you being the next fat guy on jackass that's good <laughs> Uh, you no, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a Vietnam fighter pilot. Awesome! Yeah, that's awesome. cool. Where are they yeah. gonna film it? Uh, I don't. He's sending. I <clears throat> don't know details yet. They're filming in October. He's sending me a script today. He asked me for the email. So oh, I wish you the best of luck on that. Yeah, but like I'm not gonna pay for a gym membership. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep eating good. I've been working out in the room. You know, like push ups, sit ups, all the all the stuff. And I was swimming laps, but now our pool pump is broken. Uh, so I don't know. I might just be a fat Vietnam. I might just be a gangly <laughs> Vietnam. Is this a film? Pilot. Is this a film that's going to go to the film festival, maybe? Um, I'm sure it? that's what submission? they do is submit them to festivals. I assume that's that what would be amazing. Yeah. That's what small production companies yeah, yeah, do, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. But, but those, even those uh, small production companies uh, over at the film festivals, man, they get a lot of publicity. Right. And it, it's um, good for me to, I need to get a real yeah. portfolio, like a, a reel together, you know, of some Indie stuff. films are a big thing, man. Because I, mean, I would like to really eventually be in some stuff. Stand-up's always going to be my number one, and I want to write for shows. Like, you know, I write a bunch of scripts and stuff. Uh, so, But uh, acting is something I want to do. Too, so oh, uh, I wish you the best. Too. I really yeah. wish you the best on yeah. that, man. That'd be, fun. That'd That's be pretty great. awesome. I know. I, know. I was say we got wow, time flew. <laughs> Joey, <laughs> we got to wrap up. Yeah, what what are you doing? I mean, besides the film, which is great, and please keep yeah. us updated on that because we we can post that, and we can promote that, and help you yeah, out, absolutely. and we can do whatever we whatever you need yeah, done, yeah. we'll do for sure. Um, what do you got coming up this week and uh, in the future? What are the future plans uh, for Joey Johnson? Yeah, and how can people follow you? All that good Let stuff. Me look at these dates really quick. Uh, follow me. I am your mom's favorite comic on Instagram. <laughs> That's a good name. Um, I'm Joe underscore Coffee underscore on Twitter. 
because I still haven't changed my Twitter name. <laughs> I don't think you can. I bet you're stuck. I, you have to do it from a computer, and that requires oh. typing the password into my laptop. <laughs> so I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> August 1st, I'm at Backyard on Bell in Denton. August 2nd through August 4th, I'm at Hyenas in uh, Dallas, or Plano. Then Hyenas in Fort Worth the 9th through the 11th of August. Uh, North Texas Comedy Festival, which I run, will be happening sometime in oh, November. Wow. So look out for that. Registration still open for that, or is that already? Yeah, we're like, hey, submissions <laughs> haven't been up yet. So oh, okay, okay. We'll, we'll, we're gonna get those up soon. And what else other than that? I am working on a cartoon with Richie Flo right now, which is taking up more of my time than even stand-up joke writing. So definitely watch for that. Are you oh, doing like cool. doing like voiceovers into it, or are you you doing yeah, your we're, illustrations? We're, uh, I'm doing the writing. Okay, um, but we have an animator, and I'll also be the voice of the main character Carl. It's gonna oh, be called. All I can cool. tell you is it's called the Future History of the Planet Earth. Hey, I awesome, do voiceover man. work. Yeah. And it's, hey, yeah, absolutely. We definitely <laughs> want to get local comics yeah. on it. Yeah, hey, Both hey. Both of you have very good to sing voices. That'd be fun. She's got, she has a great, great voiceover, really, you have to listen to because she does I such good. Ab- I was, like, so I, I was going to say something, but I couldn't think about it. Um, her animation, her animated voice is perfect. She she does I, real well. Well, let's do it. We'll it's weird. I'm very good at sexy. I'm very good at little kid. Yeah, that's so a yeah. weird if any, combo. If any of your cartoon characters are gonna have sex <laughs> and phone sex, <laughs> you know, perfect. Have, yeah, that's, that's all I was doing. Perfect. Was smut. I didn't know how to say smut. No, it's it's in the, pro- the writing it's a new stages. World. It's in the writing <laughs> stages oh right now. We're animating the characters right now. Like it's in the very infancy, but I'm really excited about it. So definitely want to plug that. Cool. Awesome, well, awesome. thank you for coming yeah, all the way out to Arlington. Guys, appreciate we appreciate it. it. Yeah, Joey, it really thank good. you so much, man. I, thank you. Guys. This is inter- This is good. He was yeah. funny. Thank God. Great. We've had comics on who aren't funny. Oh, I'm not going to name names. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> name them. Go. All right. Next week, July 18th, we have members of the Fort Worth Brothers of the Fallen and comedian Christopher Michael will be here in our studio. So please stay tuned for Making a Difference Wednesday next week. Uh, this week at the Arlington Improv, straight from the American Hustle and Showtime special court red-handed, is the hilarious Red Grant. Visit Arlington Improv for tickets. Um, July 12th, catch me, Megan King, at Something Com- uh, Ground Comedy as I join a host of other comedians and improv troops for Not Your Mama's Ingenue, number two. Uh, then again on July 14th at Music City Mall as we bring your shopping experience to a different level by having a comedy show. At the Music City Mall, a.k.a. Vista Ridge. Um, so this Thursday and Friday is the Not Your Mama's Ingenue, along with next Thursday. Just letting you guys know, there's three times. Looking to advertise your business or upcoming event, Mad Radio reaches every city, state, and country. We, why stay local when you can go global? Advertise with Mad Radio Show and be heard around the world. We are now offering very affordable advertising rates that will fit into every budget. Send us an email at makingadifferencetx at gmail.com for more information. If you missed the show, don't sweat it. Log on to fbrn.us, Mad Radio page, and you can listen to all of our past podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and oh yeah, if you love us and you feel like we're doing a good job, we could always use financial love too. You can visit our Patreon page and donate as little as a dollar a month to keep us going. Trust me, it will go far and we love you guys. So from now on, don't be a schnozberry. Hey, and real quick, this is going out for Megan for her upcoming July 4th show. And until next week, take care, guys. Oh, my God. I'm going to kick your ass. (laughs) That's funny.